Can we please play some of the starting music just so I can get into the groove? All right. <laughs> the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of Bush Radio, the measured gaming podcast for Age of Sigma in Australia. I'm your host, NC Dave. As always, I have with me my beautiful co-host and uh, co-author in the story of my life, John McGrath. Welcome, Joel. <laughs> Hello. Very good. And uh, we have returning back-to-back, Pat. Welcome back, Pat. Thank you. Um, if you could add the worst sport in Australia to my title. I... <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we've just had Masters 2018 and this episode is a recap and a reflection and we're going to talk about our thoughts and feelings, what we learnt and how we grew as people in the lead up to, during and uh, after Masters. It's going to be a really special time so just want to make sure that everyone huddles around the campfire, get a little kumbaya going on and let's just... (laughs) Let's, let's just be real nice about it, yeah? Yep, um, strap yourself in, folks. I'll be serving up a bit of salted beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? Pat's got the beef. Given that uh, you two boys have been on this show already, we know everything we need to know about you on a personal level, so let's skip the intros and let's go straight into something a bit more fun. If you, the listener, are new to Age of Sigma or new to this podcast, there's a lot of fancy terms that go floating around. It's got its own slang, and I wanted to take an opportunity to give my guests the chance to explain to you what all these terms mean. All right, so I'm going to throw a term at you. You're going to tell me what it means, maybe use it in a sentence. Just let's teach the new people what it's all about. Joel, chipmunking. What is chipmunking? <laughs> Uh, chipmunking is a term used uh, to define someone that deliberately marks someone down in sports points oh. uh, for no particular reason except for benefiting themselves and their friends. I see. I think, um, I, think I got that right. Yep, no, that's right. Uh, he's nothing but a dirty chipmunking cunt. <laughs> be using it in that, a that's using it in a sentence. No, thank you, because it is important to have the context. Uh, <laughs> we probably should explain. I'm done already. I'm done already. <laughs> Okay, we'll pull it together. <laughs> we probably should take a moment to explain sports scores to our two or three overseas listeners. We try to encourage good play. And you play around and you'll have a sports score, generally out of five, which you mark your opponent and that counts towards your overall tournament score. Deliberately marking someone down or chipmunking would actually reduce their final standing in the event. The current trend is to have a sports rubric instead of just an arbitrary score. So there's a little sheet you get asked five questions. Did my opponent do this, 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 this? Did I enjoy the game? Et cetera, et cetera. And I think we'll probably get into sports scores a little bit later in the oh, episode. Yeah. Um, so go to the next word. Pat, submarining. Submarining. Well, I've submarined a master's quite successfully, I might add. 
Submarining is when you lose a game early in the tournament and because of the nature of Swiss pairing, you'll play someone who lost their last game and basically you'll get out of the top track of playing the people who keep winning and hopefully knock off a few scrubs on your way to the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um, important to note too that it's not normally a tactic that someone actively seeks to do. It's just something that we call it after you lose your first game. It's a Cinderella story. It's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a sentence, I submarine that bitch better than Red October. Joel, when you stop giggling over there. Yep, they're holding my shit together right now. Snowflake. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Snowflake is someone that gets offended by little things. That pretty much sums it up, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and generally they have a voice somewhere and they like to complain about being offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, it's probably brought in from the wider internet community. Yeah. And it comes with a certain amount of baggage from your culture wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fair to say. Snowflake is a bit overused in that anyone who complains about anything you do is a whining bitch of a snowflake. Yeah. So legitimate grievances can be caught up with it, but it's a lot of fun to call someone a snowflake. Yeah. Because okay. it gets them really offended really mm. easily. This is an, an audience that was already quite easy to offend. So, <laughs> well, uh, let's mean, double they, down. They got through the second episode. Without being offended, then they're not going to be offended by this. That's yeah. true. <laughs> All right. Drink a cup of harden the fuck up, you snowflaking princess. Got it. Innocent. Yeah. Yep. Teaspoon ready mix. All right. Whiff. Well, that, that's an easy one. That's uh, typically when you're rolling dice and you fail to hit with anything or win miserably. With anything. Miserably. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. and normally people uh, say that they whiff something in crucial moments of the game. Mm-hmm. So say. Uh, my unit needed to roll four three-ups and get through some wounds and they just failed miserably and nothing gets through or uh, you know, before your opponent even gets to roll a save. Um, what is or isn't a whiff could be argued, but to my mind, if you whiff something, you have to really go against the odds to fuck it up. Yeah. So yeah. I've got seven attacks with my blood first, uh, hitting on threes, I hit one and yeah. roll a one to wound. That's a whiff. Yeah. yeah if I need to make five, six up saves and get one of them, that's not a whiff. That's just No, that's just statistically right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Basically I'm whiffing holding my shit together with Pat here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anytime the dice gods give you a good rigid fisting, yeah. you can call that a whiff. Um, it's more of a monster thing. It's hard to whiff with a big unit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, when you've got a volume of attacks, it's harder to whiff, whereas if you've only got like four attacks yeah. and you fail to hit with all of them, like on threes or rolling ones or something, yeah. then yeah, you know you're fucked up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's you've upset someone. Yeah. Nerf. Nerf? Nerf. Oh fuck. This is a bit controversial, isn't it? This word. Uh, to keep it to keep it brief, uh, nerfing is when Something gets changed or ruled against uh, how you would particularly play something to a disadvantage. Mm. So it can be like in this edition, my whatever got nerfed by Games Workshop. Yep. Or a particular ruling comes down in a tournament that hampers the effectiveness of your army. And you might say, yeah, I got nerfed. Yes. Okay. Or hit with the nerf bat. Or... Yeah. Yep. I, yep. think, I think we did that one. Fell out of the nerf tree. Exactly. Yeah. Cheese. What is cheese? Cheese is something that's ridiculously good that probably needs to be hit with a nerf gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something that's something that's OP. Yeah. yeah. Overpowered. Overpowered. Oh, that, that, yep. So another one. OP stands for overpowered for the for the people playing at home. Mm-hmm. Whack. Whack. Whack stands for win at all costs. I thought Usually. you meant like wiggity wiggity whack. <laughs> no, we'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> That's the next one. <laughs> so whack 
otherwise known as mineral costs, is the derogative term given to certain people in the community uh, who will do almost anything to win, uh, cheating or doing something which isn't normal by the book. Mm-hmm. One of those things, I mean, what is win at all costs? Like, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it's funny. Uh, that, that's a really good uh, point, Pat, because competitive players like ourselves, people who aren't in the competitive scene, usually consider the competitive people uh, whack players, yep. which isn't the case at all, generally. Mm-hmm. Raw. I like it, raw. Rules as written. Rules as written. Yep. Uh, as opposed to, what's the other one? Rules Ra- as interpreted. So, Ray? Yeah. Yep. Rules as... So, uh, when you have a rules dispute... Rules as intended. Rules mm-hmm. as intended. Mm-hmm. So, we'll tend to come down to a raw or rye argument. Mm-hmm. And raw tends to win. In it, it does. Uh, and there, there is a specific case. I've actually noticed um, more in Age of Sigma that... Uh, Intention is generally quite clear. Like as a TO myself, I've ruled in favour of uh, rules rules as intended rather than rules as written because something can obviously get left out. You can see where the rules team are heading with a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're bringing in older War Scrolls to the new edition. Yep. Yeah, up. yeah, you got to allow that bit of flexibility. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, that's basically the crux of nearly every rules argument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or figuring out what the rules as written actually yeah. mean. So and sometimes, like with intention, it's impossible to gauge where the rules team are at. Yep. So you really need a bit more sort of context to argue in favour of intention. Yeah. The best argument against war is just, yeah, that's fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Salty. <laughs> salty. Uh, salty is a term described uh, given to an individual who uh, likes to crack the shits, basically. Yeah, which I do, certainly. I'm a salty motherfucker. I yeah. care about it. But yeah, if something doesn't go your way and you get a bit pissy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually I'm waiting for your new line of beef jerky to come out, mm-hmm. Salty beef jerky. Mm. Mm. Well, if you want beef, stick around. I do need something to go with those beers. It also applies to, because the community is not just what happens on the tabletop, it's also the ancillary Twitter beefing and feuding, which we've had a lot of this week. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, complaining about stuff is also being salty on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw this one especially over to you, Pat. Bin chickening. Bin chickening. <laughs> okay. We were trying to come up with new names and I thought I'd invent one for the wider community. Bin chickening is when two players have a beef or some, there's some salt between two players. Mm-hmm. One of the other players challenges them to settle it in a grudge match. Yep. For those that don't know, a grudge match is when you go to a tournament, you notify the TO and you have your first round matchup against that person to settle a grudge. Mm-hmm. Now, if you choose not to accept that grudge, you're a chicken. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, for whatever reason, well, you're a salty bitch. You don't want to get beat. Or maybe you want to quash a beef for the good of the community. Mm-hmm. That happens. Mm-hmm. But if you choose not to accept and then go on to bitch, moan, complain, and talk shit about that person, you're a bin chicken. Yep. Now, for our non-Australian listeners, the bin chicken, or derelict ibis, mm-hmm. is the lowest form of bin scavenging wildlife in this country. Um, if you're out there, Google bin chicken now. Yeah. You'll find a very nice wildlife documentary on them. Yeah. And on top of that, it's now the mascot for schoolies, and it's a thing for kids on schoolies to leave schoolies with a bin chicken tattoo. Really? really? It's a thing. Oh, I quite like that. Bin juice drinking. Yeah. 
Pretty much, yeah. It's actually pretty good. It's a, it's a national animal, and overlook. It is. It is. Finally coming to its own, but yeah. So if you back out of a grudge or whatever, and you just keep running your mouth, you're just a filthy bean chicken. Like it. I don't know if the wider community wants to run with that one. Now we're going to flick over to the real topic of the show, Masters. Now we're going to break this up into a few different sections, um, and we're going to kick off the first section. You won't be hearing too much from me. I'll ask a question where I can, but really this is uh, for... Uh, Joel and Pat to talk about their experience Um, and we're going to start uh, with the journey to Masters. So the boys drove up, so we're in Bendigo which is in the middle of Victoria, driving to uh, Sydney's about eight or nine hundred k's. About a nine hour drive with a slab and a few pit stops. (laughs) Take us away boys, paint a picture. May as well start with the drive, eh? So uh, we... Bright was the day and I were out. <laughs> we, we left at about uh, quarter past seven from my joint. I, I drove the first sort of four or five hours. Uh, we were driving in the Dalton Mobile, which Dalton was yeah. quite enough to volunteer for the yeah. weekend. Thanks, Dalton. Sorry, not sorry about all the, the cigarette smoke and beers. <laughs> it's actually quite funny because um, Dalton was a non-smoker, but he let us smoke in his car. Yeah. And so we smoked in his car pretty much constantly for four days. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure he would have had nicotine withdrawals on the Tuesday because <laughs> he inhaled about fucking three packets of. Oh, he was green. Yeah, right? it, was, it was great. He did look a bit sick, of, uh, I think, on the way back. But he must have woke up on Tuesday morning feeling, oh, gee, I don't feel great. No, he would have had nicotine withdrawals. <laughs> it's real crabby. Real crabby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, good on him. Uh, and so we, we got in at about. Been about five, five thirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I got the um the choice of the music on the last leg. So as we were rolling into Sydney, we had the windows down, cranking out fucking Hero by Ricky Glaciers, and um, yeah, you know, just a whole heap of good sing along songs. Yeah, yeah. And good. then we got to the point when we realised how long we were going to be stuck in Sydney traffic. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that that, 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 that that quickly died. The mood sort of <laughs> sort of died pretty quick. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. It was a good drive up. Fuck, this is a boring country. Yeah. Uh, in fairness, yeah. international listeners, just go through the rock, go to the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, Melbourne to Sydney, shit drive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just the Hume. It's got nothing. There's a couple of hills, a couple of goats to look at. That's When I was a kid, the highway used to run through town, so more people got killed. But you'd get like the big fucking lobster or whatever. Yeah, some bullshit thing to gaze yeah, out of the window. Stop at some yeah. shitty town's bakery, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's just all you stop at fucking service stations. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like terrible. It's, I don't rate this country at all. No, I like the country, but the actual fucking countryside. Oh, the the, the actual and geography of the yes, country. Yeah, and our yep. stupid fucking names for everything. Yeah, like who the fuck called town Bendigo? Willow Gamby. What the fuck? No wonder foreigners make fun of us. I agree. Yeah, I think it gets worse the further north you go. Yeah, yeah, everything does. <laughs> the deep north. Mm. Yeah. So to continue the story of mm. the journey, uh, rolling into Sydney about five five thirty, as I was saying, and uh, we pull up to this uh, motor like in. Actually, we pulled up to the wrong. Motor. Yeah, I was getting there. I was getting there. Pulled up to this place. I'm like, yeah, this this is the one. And um, I go into the office. And, you know, it's all barred up with security fences and all that shit. And um, I said, I've got a booking for Joel under my name. And they're like, oh, no, we don't have you here. And I said, 
fuck, this is like the Asheville Hotel, isn't it? Nah, nah, up the road a bit. Okay. So anyway, get back in the car. Um, you know, there's as we open up the doors, the next place, which was only about a minute down the road, all these bottles and cans, empties are just fucking out, rolling out of the doors, as, as you do. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they plopped this place, and uh, we quickly named it the Dead Hooker Hotel. Yeah. Oh, it was a charming place. Um, I know you're an architecturally inclined man, Dave. Um, oh, I've got, I've got certain I tastes. A, yeah. like an early 60s concrete cancer mm. art deco atrocity. Oh, lovely. But yeah, it was. I really liked the place. Same here. It had a lot of character. You know, it's not one of your <laughs> chain motels. No, it's all the same. It's um. This this place was an individual. Peeling oh, yeah. paint, and you opened the door, and you looked at our room, and you thought, "Yep, terrible crimes have happened here." And look, uh, as soon as we walked in, uh, we realised that the carpet was sticky. Uh, There's no shower curtain on the shower. Well, no, that's what they wrap the bodies in. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah that, that was part of the joke. I was just getting to your arsehole. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my, my bad. Um, yeah, the, you know, there was some funky shit on the bottom of that shower face, yeah. to tell you what. <laughs> Maybe some dried up blood. and uh, <laughs> It was bad. Uh, there's a nice aircon in there, actually. No, it, was, it was muggy as fucking Sydney. Oh, hot kind of a town. Of course. Yeah, yeah it was shocking. It was Worth mentioning, we were in order to save money, we were sleeping four big fat dudes to one hotel room. <laughs> yeah, and we can't go past this without mentioning the fold-out bed. <laughs> Joel was taking the floor as for you know, my back, and I'm too old and fat to sleep on the floor. And Dalton was sleeping on the couch, and he's Dalton. If you don't know him, he's like six foot four, six foot five. He, he's a big boy. And he spent the whole weekend curled up on this fucking couch in basic spinal bifida position. <laughs> And when we first got there, I think everyone at some point said, I'm pretty sure that couch folds out, Dalton. And he said, no, no, it doesn't fold out. And he slept on it for fucking three nights. <laughs> the, the morning that we were leaving. <laughs> the, the afternoon. <laughs> he, um, he was looking for his keys or some shit, and, yeah, he realised that it folded out. Mm. And then he slept on it the last night just to prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually really happy with the floor, uh, so I brought my own sleeping bag and uh, every hotel room has like some of those really old school tan sort of blankets. Yes, I know the ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's like, uh, so I just put a couple of them out on the ground and slept on the floor. I was that shit faced the entire weekend anyway. It didn't matter where I slept. No, no, it was a really, um, actually, Dead Hooker Hotel is not the government name, obviously. but It's not on the deed. No, not, not what the bank knows it as. I would too. It's 105 a night. Mm. So when you're splitting that between four people, yeah, it's cheap as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And it had a lot of history. Of, still, know, still there on the know, floor. I'm sure a corrupt Sydney detective fucking beat someone to death in the car park back in 68 or something like that. Oh, yeah. It was that kind of place. You just knew that you know, it, people had lived there. And people did live there. Yeah. Prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come in and out ordering Uber Eats and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's my I love Uber Eats. We don't even get it where we live, Dave. It sucks. Yeah, but I get it here. Yeah, well. <laughs> in 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 the in the measured recording studio. Yeah, well. Magnificent. You walk to the shop, you lazy cunt. Service economy. All right. Alright, so uh and then after we settled in, you know, I think a couple of us had a shower and uh, we went just pretty much got more beers. We met up with the all the guys, so uh, Adam, Jesse, and uh, Trav from Canberra. They were at the um, what was it called? The West uh, Leagues Club. Yeah, West Leagues Club. So West Tigers, home of West Tigers, uh, NRL. And um, yeah, so we went and uh, 
and some dumplings. Mm, yeah, I made a bit of a mistake ordering the dumplings because I got too many of the watery ones. Mm. And apparently the watery dumplings are a gutful of beer or not. Don't mix. And they bought out the fried ones last, which were fucking delicious. They were delicious. Yeah. You're right. At which point we were all too sick to eat. But we watched the lead up rounds to the big fight. Mm. And we thought, should we watch the big fight? Nah, fuck it. Nah. It turned out to be a good choice. Mm. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, because we've been waiting for however long just to see 96 seconds. Seconds, yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, that night, uh, Friday, yeah, we certainly had... Had a gut full of You're shit. You're saying, you know, I wanted to spend money for 96 seconds of action, I'd go to a prostitute. Well, luckily <laughs> enough, um, yeah, you, we were, you had four or five to choose from uh, <laughs> where you were staying. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I figured the fact that you let them use the room while you were there also helped cut some of the cost. Well, funnily enough, uh, we came back after Saturday, I think it was mm. Saturday after the tournament. Sunday. No, it would have been Sunday. Mm, yeah. yeah. And um, all of Corey's clothes were folded up and put in his bag and they had a really good cleaning service. Yeah, Fresh linen. The linen wasn't that good. The cleaning ladies didn't have to ring up their man, their go-to man, to say there was no dead hooker in the hotel. So, wow. Uh, yeah, so they thought they would fold up our clothes for us. They appreciated Honestly, your stay. Great service. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would go to the dead hooker hotel again. I'm just wondering what Corey did in order to get his clothes folded. Uh, we don't go there. <laughs> Sorry, no, Corey. Uh, after we wandered the streets of Ashfield uh, for a little bit, uh, we decided that we'd go and help set up because uh, they couldn't get in there until about 11 p.m. at night. Which was a mistake. Uh, we thought that there'd be a bunch of people doing it and we could just sit around and do nothing. We, we were the bunch of people. We made yeah. up, I think, exactly half of the people that were helping. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you got four fat, drunked up uh, blokes from Bendigo have been in the car for nine and a half hours. Mm. Uh Helping set up a tournament in Sydney. Yeah, Adam was driving all over Sydney getting stuff for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I think it was one actual Sydney guy there. Yeah, Chris uh, Welfare. Chris Welfare was Delightful there. fellow, by the way. He is, he's a good one. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah it was uh, Chris Welfare, uh, and then the three boys we were just talking about, so Adam, Jesse, and Fab. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, the four of us. So, we wow. set up the terrain. Did a bit of gamey arranging of the terrain to yeah, our advantage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing set in stone. It's the night before. Now, nah, look, when we got there the next day, it was all mm. moved around and stuff, which is yeah. fine. We were just yeah. sort of there to help out and get them all uh, up the stairs because that place, access to, mm. access to that room that we're in is shit. Mm. Um, there's a couple of lifts. Anyway, that's that's gone. There was a fuck ton of stuff for the live stream too. Yeah, there was. So uh, that was actually really cool, wasn't mm. it? How they live streamed it all. Yeah, you think it's just some dickhead with a handheld, but the actual amount of equipment they had for that whole mm. thing. Yeah, I did watch some of it. It was, um, yeah, it was very impressive. Mm. Disappointed I didn't get on the stream out of my five yeah. games, but so be it. You know, it, it's fine. There's you know, 22 other, 21 other people there to choose from. They yeah. didn't even get interviewed. No. no. Oh, look, I think given the success of it and how well the streaming went, um, at future events we can expect probably no. a, a multi-table you would That'd think cool. um, that would that would be really cool, but for what someone's basically doing out of their own pocket. Oh yeah, huge effort, huge yeah. effort. Um, it's like doubling down on the terrain. So I was listening to the latest mm. Herald of War uh, yesterday, so we're recording on Sunday, so this came out yesterday, and um, Trav was saying that he was streaming it all off his phone. Wow. Yeah, it was hotspotted off his fucking phone. Well, some places you just can't get good internet. 
Sydney, apparently. Yeah, Sydney. <laughs> and I just want to go. It's a cunt of a town. It is. I mean, I quite like down the harbour and we did all the touristy corporate, the bright light shit. Sure. But fucking inner city Sydney, Ashfield, wherever it was, it is narrow, dusty, narrow footpaths, fucking traffic 24-7. Yeah. And there's not a single street that doesn't have people parking on it. You basically fucking live there. It's Didn't have Carlton draft cans by yeah. the side. Yeah, fucking what is up with that in New South Wales? Yeah. Yeah. So we had to drink bottles all weekend because obviously we oh. couldn't try another and beer. Then, and then no. we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about what I want to say down later. Um, yeah, that was uh, dinner on the Saturday night. Mm. We'll talk about that later. Mm. Oh. So just before you start with the next segment, Dave, I just want to give a shout out to uh, our one person in the audience today. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Smith. Uh, he's drinking organic beer. Yep. And he's now playing Daughters of Cain. Yeah, he is. Take that. As you will. To the guys in Melbourne, um, just keep an eye out because I'm pretty sure Tristan's headed uh, to Crash on a Couch at your place sometime crash soon. On, crash on a cow near you. Yeah. Crash on a futon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. This is day one, the morning of day one, Masters 2018. You, uh, you rolled over and stared you know, lovingly into each other's eyes and then decided to get into it. We did, actually. Yeah, yeah, everything. That it was an emotional weekend. We really bonded. We did. Yeah. We did. That, that you know, uh, traveling to events uh, with a group of mates mm. is just. It's not about the gaming. It's about it's about bonding. That's how you make close friendships. Yeah, so it's the adventure. It really, is. how you learn how you really don't want to spend four days in close company with other people. <laughs> so I think we were all pretty much over it at some point. No, it was fine. It was more just you. Jo- Joel loved it. Pat was ready to kill you off. Yeah. 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 Pat, Pat was like, I need to get enough fucking real. I'm sick of you cunts after the first night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, I was the last one to sleep. And you cunts have got no idea how you fucking snore. Oh, I know. I know. Why else do you think I was inebriated the whole weekend? I was this close to fucking dialing triple O for your sleep apnea. <laughs> Day one. Day one. Day get one. into it. Yep. Uh, Come on. So, when we got there... Uh, we rocked up early, and we rocked up about half an hour early, and the venue, Ashfield Club, uh, they don't open until 9am, so we were literally sitting around, out the front in the fucking sun, humid as fuck, um, all sweating our balls off, mm. and just waiting for this kind of a joint to open yeah. up. What a cracker of a start. Yeah, it was, yeah. We walked down as well, so we were all fucking, <laughs> we were fat, and we were, <laughs> we're, oh, all just, we're all just sweating our guts out before we got in there. Like I had a good beer sweat going <laughs> yeah, on. So, yeah. <laughs> like I, I had the Jodra with me and I looked at the bottle and I thought, nah, that's just not going to fucking touch it. It's anymore. not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You're just fucking flicking breadcrumbs into a black hole at that point. <laughs> yeah, they just don't make the odour that powerful. <laughs> Cunts are just going to have to put up with it. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. Just some Ajax and steel just wool. Like say, just, thank yeah. you to all five of my opponents. I was I had beer sweats all weekend. <laughs> I fucking I think I did most of my games in tank top actually. Yeah, think um, think which is always nice. Like to, night before. Oh it's always nice to hand out a few free tickets to the gun show. Right, <laughs> 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 uh, so we're up there for the first game. Do you want to talk about the venue? Or? Yeah, yeah. I think this is a good time to talk about the venue. Um, so had a lot of character. Yeah, it was it was old, but they've obviously done renos. Uh, I don't know in the last like, 
four or five years or something. Mm. Um, so it was quite nice upstairs. Yep. The aircon was shit. Oh. Yeah. Fucking terrible. It was it was nicer outside with a bit of a breeze than what was upstairs. And it was fucking hotter. So outside. I was definitely thankful of being a smoker because I got to go out there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the the tables were shit hot. Uh, Trav did an awesome job at doing majority of them. I think uh, Chris Welfare uh, let us use the rest of his stuff as well to bog yep. out the tables. Yep. Um, yeah, nice and themed and so just yeah, really good. Plenty of room for the tables and all. Plenty of room. Yes. Um, so that was one thing I was doing uh, when we helped set up the night before was just to make sure um, that there was enough room in case if there was back to back. Mm. Fat blokes like ourselves. Yeah, that's the Bendigo standard. <coughs> big fat man sitting at yeah. the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, there needs to be like half a foot of room between them. Yeah, yeah. I think at one stage, um, Adam and uh, Dalton were having a bit of a laugh when we were setting up. It's like, oh, can we fit here? Yeah, we can. though. <laughs> I was quietly amazed at what an attractive bunch of Sydney gamers were. Mm. Seriously, you could those clan filth guys. You could have formed a fucking boy band out of those motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I agree. Um. You take the Bendigo guys and we look like, you know, a bunch of sex offenders on day release. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're the gut busters. Fucking thin, handsome, just not t- And Adam was talking about stereotypical gamers. So we're not stereotypical gamers. Not anymore, no. Yeah, it should be mental. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Bucking the trend. Bucking yeah. the trend, yeah. In more ways than one. We knew about our matchups uh, when they did the list reviews. Yes. So uh, I had the pleasure of uh, meeting and... Uh, having my first set of game against Ash McEwen, who's one of the clan field guys, and uh, he was rocking Zinch. Um, and we had a, a ball terror of a game. Yep. Yeah, it was a lot closer than what I uh, initially expected because I was quite confident uh, against uh, Zinch with my Slanesh. Well, <coughs> you expected your Hell's Ride advantage to stack. We'll get into that a bit later. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, so the mission was, or the battle plan was total commitment. Uh, so we knew that prior to the event as well. Yep. So no deep striking. Nope. Um, four objectives. You know, you take your opponents if you're at three. Yes. Yeah. Nice and simple. Uh, deployment. Sorry, I'm not going to go into too much detail about our games because, you know, we need to keep to a specific time. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you, you keep your short child, so that, yeah, yeah, that uh, way so that can embellish. Basically, he had uh, seven drops. I had nine. Uh we were dropping down, I kind of bailed him in to deploy a lot of his army on one side. Yep. Because uh, I had my little keeper and uh, source lord there. Mm-hmm. So my buffs. Yep. Uh, he deployed heavily on that side, and then I put my two exalteds yep. on the other side. Yep. They don't really need buffs. Uh, I like to think that my army was fluffy. Yep. Uh, in in the like first slanesh, uh, so taking everything to excess the next level doesn't actually need to be that but i did anyway yeah it worked out well funnily enough so you know stacking hellstrider banners which ultimately weren't stacking but you know taking four units of hellstriders uh having triple pile-ins on exalted greater demons yep. you know, cogs plus four to charge yeah kind of thing so it's about fast effective hard hitting it, it's faster than it needs to be it's harder hitting than it needs to be yeah and running anywhere else it's got more debuffs than it needs yeah so, um, yeah, I, I psyched him out, I reckon. I don't know if this is actually the case, but we did talk about it after the game that he thought I was going to deploy heavy on his heavy side, mm-hmm. but he only had, like, a couple of units on his objective. I'm like, well, if I take that early, then he's going to have to try and fight back for the win for the rest of the game, and I like having someone on the back foot. Yep. Um, so, basically, yeah, it, that's pretty much what it came down to. Uh, 
were fighting on half the table for most of the game. I had two covered at most times. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I snuck away with the win there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, great game. A shout out to Ash McEwen as well. I reckon you're a top bloke. Um, even though you are from Sydney, I think <laughs> I think you're a you're a you're a top bloke. So Aww. yeah. Aww. I look forward to the next time we uh, get matched up together, mate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My first opponent was Tim McDivitt at a Queensland. Doctor Doctor Doom. Hmm. Yeah. Is he Tim McD on Twitter? Is he in the Mango Mafia? Uh, yeah, he's in the Mango Mafia. I'm pretty sure he's on Twitter. Yep, nice bloke. Um, he well, beat one, me. Of, one of uh, Rock Hampton's mates. Yeah, yeah. Um, he beat me fair and square. Um, it was a very even matchup on the cards on the way in, so I had my own strategy, which was to get out first mm-hmm. because he was fast enough to just pin me in on my lines, and I was never going to move. Yep. So I got out first. Essentially, he had two heavy hitting units, the Scythe dudes and the Hex Wraiths. Yep. But um, basically, he got the better of me on deployment. I had my Skull Reapers poised to sweep across to one of his objectives. Mm-hmm. But he put his Hex Wraiths in the middle and the Scythe dudes on the one side and basically turned me around. I couldn't get my Skull Reapers back in time. Yep. That's the long and short of it. Yep. Good opponent, didn't make any fucking mistakes. Nice guy. I did get a bit salty over some crappy dice rolls and he was good with that. Yep. It was an unfortunate incident where I miscounted my blood type by one point. Mm-hmm. But that was an honest mistake. And we were pretty cool about it at the end. So, yeah, leaving aside my bitching. Yeah, I got beat. Mm-hmm. At the point. Very um, cool. Yeah, of course. Nice guy. Good fun. Funnily enough, I hear that those Mango boys are pretty decent at Age of Sigma. Yeah. Yeah. The word is they don't suck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, good for them. Good on them. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Good on them. So, um, lunch. After, lunch. after our games, uh, yep. I got to gloat about how I beat Ash McEwen. Uh, Pat was... Oh, mate. Fucking losing that first game was yep. devastating. Yeah. Yep. But we, ultimately, we were there to win, weren't we? Yeah. yeah it, it is Masters. It's not... We weren't there to fuck spiders. Yep. Uh, it, yeah, it's the one event that I was actually taking serious. Uh for my standards anyway. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I, I could imagine it was... It yeah, was but you build up for the whole year. This is Masters. This is how I'm going to yeah. win. This is the speech I'm going to make on yeah. the podium. Yep. You go out and you're done in your first game. And it's like, fuck. Yep. Yep. Disappointing. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, hey. Jesse Perkins uh, came up to me after he lost his game against Chris Welfare and he's like, you know... Got it, I lost, but I'm kind of glad I did because it means I can just have a weekend on the piss now. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's the thing. The you know? pressure's off. Adam said something similar. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I might just watch the last game now yeah. that I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you're a competitive player, you're so hyped up for the fucking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was gutted. I was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, at lunch, uh, I ordered a parlor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Actually, before before we ordered, we were uh, worded up that uh, the venue is quite shit for getting food out on time. Right. And uh, when you're trying to get back for your second game, that's... Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. think we delayed the first, uh, the second round by about 10, 15, 15 minutes. minutes. I was one of the last to order and I think Corey and I were still chewing when we started our game. Yep. Yeah. And tell you what, boy was I chewing. I ordered a Palmer, <laughs> came out, and it may as well have been someone's thong. Yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking terrible. Okay. Worst par I've ever had in my life. Yep. And that's saying something considering I live in Bendigo. It yep. was fucking terrible. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, wow. that, that was my experience at lunch. 
anyone who visits the venue? Oh, Dodge the Palmer. Where'd you have for lunch? Um, I had, I ordered the Palmer, got the schnitzel. <laughs> was that someone's song in bread, bread, breadcrumbs? Um, well? Yeah, it was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> These things come in, they come in twos. No, um, I think I ended up giving one of my two Palmers to Corey just so we could get to the game on time. Yeah. It's also important to note that the, um, the chips were still frozen. <laughs> No, <laughs> it was it was fucking horrendous. <laughs> it was fucking horrendous. Maybe it's just because it was so damn hot. They thought these boys need some cold potatoes, <laughs> just to cool down the core a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we are fat. We are sweating lots. <laughs> oh, my next game was at the sweaty table. Oh yeah, Clint wandered by and asked me if I'd stepped out of a shower or something. <laughs> I was fucking sweaty. Who you played in the second round? Corey. No. Oh, you want to I'll, I'll leave yeah, yeah 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 great for it so for my second round I drew Magic Gaming's very own Corey Ford who had a horrible horrible weekend oh he did poor bastard he did fucking bloodthirsty um, but we had a really really tight game it was Escalation um, I'd only played Escalation once in 2016 mm-hmm. under the old general's handbook and we decided it was a shit scenario and we would never play it again and we were right it's, it's a shit scenario funnily enough I didn't actually mind it Really? Uh, yeah, th- this iteration of it uh, compared to the two previous. So, Escalation has a reputation of being the shit, the shit battle plan, right? Because mm-hmm. when it got written, it had match play in mind, but it was just so different to everything else. Like, so now it's staggered deployment. Uh, back then, you couldn't actually have your models on the table, like they would just walk on at certain points of the game. Yep. That got FAQ'd. So it was still in the book as it was. Then it got FAQ'd, like fucking a whole page of this shit, right, to change the battle plan yep. to be what it is now. Yep. Now that it's actually in the book and you can sort of see it all written clearly, it's a lot easier to play. So okay. I don't mind it now, but yeah, going on what Pat said, uh, this is the first time I've played Escalation in over two years. Yeah. Mm. Now, uh, were the uh, battle plans randomly picked? They randomly were, yeah, picked. yeah. So, so it's just a, just a freak chance. Yeah, it was absolutely 100% randomly picked because there is no other way you'd play Escalation. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so all 18 were in play. So the 6 in the core book and the 12 in the general handbook. And well, it's Masters. It's, no. yeah, you you uh, should be able Clint, to play Clint, every... Yeah, that's right. Yep. I agree. And uh, Clint had uh, a random number generator and it just shows a number and mm. we chose that battle plan that corresponded to it. No yep. redraws. No. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's fair enough too. Yeah. 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 I was happy with it. Yep. Yeah. So I played Corey. That's uh, yeah. It dropped me, so I did my standard cower behind my lines of regal chap, and he came at me. Didn't have enough movement to get to me first turn reliably because behemoths have to deploy twenty four inches back. Mm-hmm. So we did a bit of maneuvering in the first turn, and he was at me with his fucking bloodthirsty. Took off a whole bunch of my useless shit. I counter-punched out the Skull Reapers. Yep. Took off all of his bloodthirsties, and we had a really good tussle because my armor was too slow to get to the escalation. If you don't know, it was a diagonal deployment. Yep. My armor was too slow to get to the diagonals early enough. And at one point, I piled in off an objective and didn't take it and shit like that. Yep. I made a few mistakes. You reckon I wasn't, wasn't given a whole lot of fucks by this stage. Yep. And it was a really sort of mean-spirited tussle. I enjoyed it. Yep. But I know Corey, he knows me, so we can be tunty as we like with each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's fair enough. And you're right. You, you, you're playing someone that you know well. Yeah. Um, you played before. Um, and... I got the minor win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you were there. It was my fucking ridiculous B. Basically, I would have won on kill points if we tied or whatever, but I was able to take one objective in the last turn with a blood cursor and came away with a minor win. Tough opponent, good game. Yeah, good. My uh, second game, I was going in with a bit of confidence was after I won my first, my rubbing hands going, oh, who am I going to draw? Who am I going to draw? Get the fucking master. Yeah. So, Dave Kerr. Uh, have played him once before at CanCon. He was the only one to defeat my Vanguard win list. Uh, that that list was fucked. Yep. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, got to play him. Wasn't nervous or anything, uh, as what a lot of people I hear do get when they're versing someone of that stature. Yep. Uh, probably the reason for that was because I had been drinking a lot of beers that day already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, liquid courage kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, just... Uh, I, was, I was really looking forward to the matchup, actually, because, um, you know, he's taking Stormcast and suitably with my Slanesh army... Uh, Stormcasts are a good matchup for me just because of all the extra depravity. Yeah, they, they feed you depravity points. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, so Escalation had all my stuff staggered. Uh, I, I deployed, in my opinion, really well. Uh, had. I was in your humble to, opinion. Uh, I think Dave's actually acknowledged this as well. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> so so I, I don't have to be fucking humble at all. Uh, I, had, I, had, um, I had everything of importance in my list. Uh, so my double exalted keeper and source lord, uh, nine and a half inches away from the front of my marauder screen. <clears throat> so it means that if he was to drop his ballistas, he'd only be doing single shots at the stuff that I cared about. Yes. So that helped keep his ballistas off for two turns. Yep. Well, one or two turns. And um, yeah, anyway, uh, so I gave him the first turn. He did nothing with it because uh, you can't score on the first turn in escalation. Right. So... Kind of just playing this first round really cagey, like there's no point sending all your shit in because uh, normally the stuff which hits hard's already at the back anyway. Yep. So yeah, you're sort of playing cagey, moving up, getting ready for the second turn. He won. He wins priority roll. Uh, he gives it to me. I go all out. Yep. Uh, my thermal rider, big tits. Uh, she gets buffed up with demonic power. Uh, she runs in. Uh, kills off like three of his Evercares on Dracolines, kills his yep. general, kills a Griffhound, the other one kills five. Killed a Griffhound. I killed the fucking. Fuck. That's two depravity points. Man, that's <laughs> that's just not right, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I used that to pile in and I pulled in around it and I had nothing left. To oh, attack, oh so, so hang on. Not, not only did you kill a puppy, but you also like killed it in such a way that allowed you to destroy I, its master. I fucking destroyed that thing. Wow. It, it got. Yeah. I got, I used yeah. to think you were cool, man. I like, used to think you were cool. Peta would have been on the case if they knew about <laughs> it. Like that thing got fucking destroyed. <laughs> it has no save. Oh, poor, poor little, poor <laughs> little Griff. <laughs> having big tits just go in there and wallop it. Like yeah, something stopped. Yeah, it's all about excess. <laughs> yeah, it is. You fuck a dog. That's yeah, well, that's true. I was going to say it. She's uh, she's got a, a dog shoe now. Yeah, I loved it in general. Um, Anyway, after my first turn of, you know, six pile-ins or whatever it was, five I think I did, um, so after my second turn, uh, I look at Dave and he's all just like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I feel like I had him on the back foot uh, going into the third turn. And um, 
anyway, so Dave apparently has this thing where he takes his shoes off and he's rolling all these dice in his hand and he just sort of gets into the zone, brings his ballistas down, shoots off a big tits, uh, you know, scores a couple of points. I was up on points, by the way. Uh, yeah. And pretty much, in my opinion, uh, there's two uh, underlying... Your humble opinion. It, it, no, two, two mistakes I made throughout this game which lost me the game. Yeah. Uh, so... It was my first uh, uh, big tit sort of pile in. Instead of going for his general, I should have gone for the 10 sequiturs that were sort of around on the other side of the grip hand because I was using it just to pivot around. Yep. Yeah. And um, so I should have just gotten rid of more of his bodies because mm-hmm. at the end of the game, that's what really made the difference in the middle. Um, but then the other one was uh, later in the game when it sort of was like down to the wire. If I could clear off his uh, two evocators that were left on uh, the far right objective, mm-hmm. uh, I would have won the game. Yep. And basically, he had his ballistas down. I summoned in another big tits, sent it into the ballistas, and I was just fucking focused on getting rid of them because they were just taking one opportunity. Yep. So I'm like, these guys need to die. I forgot that I charged in my little keeper who would have killed the six wounds left in the unit of evocators. Yep. If I killed those two models, I would have had him. would have had the fucking mind set. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was the that was the main reason. But you didn't it. activate the right unit. I didn't. No, no, I didn't, and that's what lost me the game because I was uh, made a mistake. Basically, yep. when you when you're playing against the master and you want to beat him, you need to have a fucking flawless game. Yeah. And you need to have some luck on your side too because that cunt knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And cunt is said with the greatest respect. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Sure. No. That that's yeah. not a derogatory yeah. cut. That's call, actually like you know yeah, you just call, disguise. You call cunts mates, and then you call your mates cunts basically. Yep. So yeah, he he's. He's a top bloke to play against too. Like, mm. fucking full credit to the bloke. Uh, he, yeah, he deserves the title. Yeah, two in a row for sure. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. Uh, game three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Game three. Take us away. Um, I played. Oh, I cannot remember his bloody name. Racking my brain. I looked it up before I came into the podcast, and I've already forgotten. Well, with two star trek. Oh fuck! What's his name? Uh, yeah, I've missed the camp. Oh shit. Okay. Well, well, it's a little bit Rob, embarrassing. Rob Remans. Oh, oh yep. Yeah. Rob, nice guy. I was going to say that. Yeah. Um, the scenario <laughs> was the two-hero one. Duality of death. Which I was really fucking happy with because my army kills a duality of death if I can out-drop somebody. Mm-hmm. You just get two Reaver screens out in front of the objectives and push your characters up behind them. And chances are you win. Especially if you've got a war shrine that counts as a behemoth as a scoring model. Yes. So if you out-drop someone with my army, you can just push all your shit in front, and chances are you'll win by turn three. Yep. And just won't be able to get onto the objectives. And that's exactly what happened. Uh-huh. Love it when uh, a plan comes nice together. Home, yep. I can, it would have been a pretty interesting game, because he's a pretty clever player. Yep. He did this thing, he's got the Lord Arcanum on the Toralon and the Drake. Yes. Drake comes up to one side of my Reaver screen. The hand gestures are probably lost on folks at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toralon's on the other. He's yep. actually just jacking off the mic at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, there's, and the, it's like two serpent yep, heads and the facing each other. Each the fucking three Reavers in front of the Toralon. So we can pile it on to claim the objective, because I wasn't on that one. But I had a unit of Furies, and Furies are fucking awesome. For 120 points, I overperformed all weekend. Yep. I could pile on before him and I slid him around to stop the Toral on. It was a really good move. But the guy's dice rolls were so fucking poor. Yeah. And, you know, Even you were self-employed. Oh. <laughs> Look, I don't think anyone likes to see an army 
or, or someone performed really badly because of poor oh, dice rolling. Shit. Like even if it's even if it means you're winning, mm-hmm. it's still kind of shit. You know, you, you put, still you want to see a full star drake into my war shrine and did one wound. Oh. Yeah, that's a whiff. And at that point, you just sort of I normally commiserate. Oh, she's fine. That's no good. Oh, it's a bit of bad. At that point, you just don't know where to look. <laughs> It's just, I just can't look the bloke in the eyes. He's got a couple of tears running down his face normally. Yeah. It's getting awkward. It's like watching a really fat woman deserted at the altar or something. You don't want to look. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. It's just such a horrible scene that you just turn your gaze away. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, uh, so basically he had a, yeah. and he took it really well like a champion. If I had a favourite opponent, if I had to give him that one, I would have given it to him. Yep. Just for the fucking shit that poor guy had to endure. But in my defence, I probably would have won it anyway because that's just the best scenario for my army. Yeah, yeah just, just honestly, a perfect Honestly, you had a very low model count. Yeah. And you excelled uh, burning through Star Drakes and the like. Ah, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, Skull Reapers performed magnificently. They did their thing, took off a Drake in one turn, all yeah. the rest of it. As yeah. they do. Yeah. Uh, there are some builds work with some... Yep. Scenarios really, really well. So, Skull Reapers, my actual army list went like a fucking bomb all weekend. Yep. No one, ex- no one saw it coming. Really, they mm. just looked at it as another generic ball pilgrims list. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, um, I was really happy with a lot of validation there for me that it yeah. went like a fucking beast. It's good. Mm. So, um, my game three, I uh, draw Drew Christop. Uh, so I've heard things about this bloke. Uh, he's a really good player. Uh, we actually had a really good game, mm-hmm. and um, basically uh, he gave me the first turn. I played real cagey, uh, just to move up. He oh, he was the guy with the. Oh, so he had Yeah, yeah, yeah. That double carnosaur and um, the the fucking dread sword. And the exploding attacks on the carnosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the one. Yep. Oh, that caused a bit of controversy afterwards. Yeah, well, yeah, I think Twitter blew up a bit over that, almost as much as that Carnosaur did. Let's yeah. get to that. <laughs> you see what I did there? You see what I did there? I made a little joke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's for you. Yeah, thanks, mate. So, um, yeah, we, we had a really good game. Uh, played KG. Uh, he came in the first turn. Played KG. He moved up uh, his Dread Saurian and the Carnosaur, surrounded by Skinks. Uh, I then... Uh, one priority and took second turn. Took his dread saurian off like that. Yep. <laughs> I was like rubbing my hands together. Hello, depravity points. It's been a while. <laughs> and um, basically, killed a shitload of skinks. Um, I did make a mistake in this game as well, um, but that's because I kind of wasn't so much a mistake. It was looking back at it, but I really wanted to kill his um, his three fucking artillery dudes, the razor guys. Mm-hmm. Because um, I know what they can do, and against Slanesh, which is a fragile army, they will fuck shit up. Yep. They don't get left on, like, they just get left there to do whatever they need to. Yep. So I made an executive decision on my army to pile in off the objective, which I just took off a Dread Saurian, to go and kill these three Razor Dons, and, which I did. And I was rubbing my hands here, I'm like, hello, more depravity points, you know? Uh, so I killed basically almost half his army in that turn. Yep. Uh, and then just the rest of the game, uh, once I whiffed, but he played well with his skinks retreating out of combat and having like a bee's dick uh, out of three inches of all my stuff that can take his um, castles off the objective. Yep. Um, and then 
this is where it sort of turns against me was when he dropped his reproductors in. Uh, there was like three units of house striders within six inches of them. Yeah. Did they go in the kick? So what did they do? They took off and exalted, uh, took off again the house striders. Yep. And yeah, that was. I, I was I was clutching at straws the rest of the game to try and win. Uh, there was the game that the turn that we called it. Um, his two castles on the objectives had one wound left each. Yep. If both of those died, which he rolled fucking really well, like yep. full credit to him as well. He played a good game, you know. Yeah. But he rolled really good uh, to save. He needed sixes. He was rolling sixes like a champ. Yep. Um, and yeah, just needed like one more damage onto each of those moles, and I would have won the game. So uh, when I when I would look, yeah, that, that's it. And honestly, when I, I need to make a public apology to Clint. When I handed my book in for that after that game, I gave that. I gave Clint the biggest greasy look I've given someone in my entire life. I was that fucking salty. Yeah. But we'll touch on that a little bit later. Yep. But yeah, sorry, Clint, for treating you like a bag of shit on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a bit of bad blood in the water. He's uh, also which... sorry for all the stuff he said afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and all the no, stuff leading up. Actually, yep. no, that's, that's the next sort of thing that we want to talk about. Uh, yes. End of day one. So after, end of day one, I'm on two wins, a major, a minor, and a major loss. I'm actually feeling pretty good. Yep. Yeah. I've resigned myself to the fact that I'm not winning Masters. You need a bit of time. You do yeah. need a bit of time to fucking come to terms with it. Mate. You do. Yeah, yeah I, I was one and two all majors, and I wasn't happy. No. Was Ooh. not happy at all. Uh, and anyway, so I didn't let that get the better of me until a bit later. <laughs> Basically, uh, so after the tournament, there was a group that went to... Um, we should actually report on Dalton was... Oh, true, yeah. Uh, Dalton was 2-1, and one, I think. 2-1, and one, yes. Yeah. And Corey was 0-3. Oh, 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 poor Owen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't uh, wasn't looking too good for us midget boys after day one, basically. Yep. Like, Pat, Pat, was, Pat and Dalton... Yeah, they were the guys that were going to carry the team home. I think Corey yeah. might have been one and two. No, Corey Dalton might have been one and two. I think Dalton was one and two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, so we had Pat uh, leading the way uh, in the rankings just by by a minor, basically. And um, so you... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, a W I'm, a W I'm, is a W. I'm not feeling your ego anymore. <laughs> <than I need to>. <laughs> <laughs> You be careful. I keep going. That hat's not going to fit. So across the road from the venue, uh, yeah. there was a Thai restaurant, and it was literally just like a really nice food. It was really nice food. Actually, I will fucking make a point to the Australian community, and we need to do this ourselves. Organise what you're doing after the fucking event. Have it in the player pack. Because we spent an hour and a half of fucking fucking around, sweating my ass off down to the bottle shop. Oh yeah, and I need a shout out to Pat, who's right next to me. He decided, well, it seems the venue was BYO. He's like, I'm going to go walk across the fuck up the stairs, cross the bridge, down the stairs to go into town, go to the bottle and then carry a slab back. Oh. <laughs> carry a slab back up the stairs, across the bridge, down the stairs. Crystal, oh, we fuck. cannot get to this point in any podcast without men- mentioning the appearance of Crystal. Uh, the measured gaming groupie. 
Mm. <laughs> um, Crystal, if you don't know, is the sister of one of our members. Mm-hmm. Jay's the sister, and she was in Sydney for some other thing, and she decided to come down and watch the thingo, and she rocked up in a, oh, a nine-inch heels or something oh, like that. Fucking something ridiculous. Rocked up in this corset outfit thing, and she was really good fun, hang around all day. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it caused a bit of a stir in the gaming community. I think it's fair to say. It is. Put would have been about six foot three in here. Yeah, or something. I, I, I was playing Chris Talk when she walked in. She was standing next to that table, and I was, I was sort of in the zone as I do. I get in the zone when I'm playing. I see her in the corner of my eye. I'm like, I'm not going to acknowledge you that you're there because I'm going to burst into laughter or something because she's, she's quite short. Yep. For a, you know, compared to me, and she was fucking like a head and arm taller than what I was. I was like, oh my god, you're wearing stilts? <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, so she hung out with us for most yeah. of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, A lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. 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 Um, she even went and brought Corey uh, new, well, four new sets of dice. Mm. <laughs> uh, because the dice gods were so upset. Because yeah. Tristan had handled his dice. Correct. Which is why he now wants to stab Tristan. Right. He always wanted to stab Tristan. Yeah, but I think he, he, he wants to extra stab, stab him. He just has a reason for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was actually, so it's like the hipsteriest Thai play restaurant you've ever been to in your life. It wasn't a hipster place. It was run down. Mate, it was shit. a fucking total and, hipster place. And you had to... That's the sort of place a hipster goes out and discovers <laughs> and tweets to his hipster friends, oh, I've discovered the best little Thai restaurant in Asheville. That's true. And then when it goes bunter... And now, and once it's like, no, showing up, yeah. it's gone. Nah, that's shit. They've sold out. They've sold There's out. There's a little courtyard at the back. You had to walk through about 10 different corridors, open up. A, you know, chest to find a key and fucking open up another door kind of thing. I've been to a joint like that, but it was to go to the bathroom. You had to go out the restaurant, past the, the kitchen, out a door, down an alleyway. The bathroom And then in into another. Room. They had stock where the dunny was. Better than being in the kitchen. Yeah. Food was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... It's got that. It's Look, got that it, secret ingredient. It, it, it beat IHS standards for Bendigo, so it was great. <laughs> It was good. It was really funny because all the masters crew ended up sitting there, and it sort of the way the tables panned out was in order of boganess. So at the top table, it's Clint, Adam, white collar sort of dudes mm-hmm. having a fairly restrained meal. In the middle table, it was uh, the failed charge guys and a couple of other more rowdy dudes. Yeah, and at the bottom set of tables was. Us and at this point in the weekend, we basically lost the ability to refer to anyone by anything other than cunt. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just fucking boganed out, man. On yeah. the trip up, I started as uh, like a guy who'd been to university. By yeah. the time I got to Sydney. Yeah. That all just went. Oh, you fucking gotcha. And mate, we were at the buck for making that much fucking noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Corey, when he after a couple of beers, yeah. we were all like that. We were all. Fucking rowdy as shit. Yeah. So, yeah, we got there and, yeah, fucking just the, the language and the words and fucking everything. Yeah, we drinking fucking BB. So, like, you know, yeah. I was shouting out to Pat earlier. You fucking could have bought a decent slab. But the only thing they had in a fucking 30 pack with a handle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, hey, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, another shout to Josh Maher, who's like, fuck, give me your heavy boys. I'm sick of this Heineken shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he had, he had a couple of beers with us. Yeah, good on him. 
But at one point, we got so loud, Mick wanted to talk to us, and he had to come around. Yeah, he had, had to, to move from three metres away to sit behind us. Oh. <laughs> he just couldn't do it. That's so true. That was a good line, yeah. Yeah, but then after after the restaurant, we... Um, and Father we, Clint was sitting on <laughs> We um, <laughs> We got invited back to uh, Mick and Gemma's uh, and Josh's and Dennis's uh, apartment that I was sort of staying in. Yeah, yeah. So that was Bale Charge podcast. Yeah, so Bale Charge podcast. Shout out to those guys. Terrific Um, bunch of people. Yep. Yep. And I'm so glad to have met another group that's so similar to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we just feel so much more connected in the uh, the bigger community kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad that there's uh, people who are almost as bogany as us. Nice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and how good was Dennis? Australia's Nick Frost. Oh yeah, he really does look like Nick Frost. Really? Yeah. And Dennis, shout out to you, mate, if you're listening. I still want those fucking names. I haven't forgot. <laughs> and and uh, Clint, you need to buy Dennis some flowers and a box of chocolates because on the Saturday night, I was shit faced after a while, and he copped the full on assault. Oh, he did. The fucking verbal abuse from me about the whole health struggle. Like when I when I was abusing the fuck out of him, we were all laughing about it. It wasn't it wasn't uh, in a you know, bad spirit or anything, but it, you know, it was within maybe just a fraction <laughs> bad spirited. Toler- yeah. Tolerable limits of mean spirit. He yeah. um he knew it was coming because throughout the week, throughout the day on Saturday, he was coming up to me and asking me about health spiders. Like, oh, what are these health spiders? And I said, don't you fucking start <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe he was just trying to bring it to the surface. You know, he was just trying to diffuse the situation by letting you erupt oh, in a controlled environment nice. with witnesses. Uh, honestly, it was good to get all that shit off your chest uh, to Dennis. He took it like a champ. Uh, yep. But uh, it was great to meet all those guys. And yeah, uh, Michael, uh, Mick, uh, I'm looking forward to our round one grudge mm-hmm. can con, mate. I haven't forgotten about that. I'm fucking um, there was talk of a joint podcast. Yeah. 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 We need a... Oh, see, I was, I was that fuck-eyed that I don't remember that concept. Well, our podcast... We're all was... yelling at each other in the fucking room. Yeah, I feel yeah, sorry yeah. for the neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Gemma. Poor Gemma wanted to go to bed when she got back there. She had to wait for us out the front. No, no, she was having fun. I think in the last half hour or so, she got a bit... Yeah, yeah you look yeah. like she, she'd had enough. We were all fucking too ready for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was the, the Bendigo Bogan coming yeah. out. We were all fucking... Bloody Victorians. But um, I think their podcast magic and our podcast magic doesn't work off phoning guests or any of that shit. Nah, it needs to be in person. It needs to be a bunch of guys sitting around talking shit, so there was some uh, talk and, of and a... drinking beers. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, um, we'll see if we can organise something. We'll get in touch mm. with them and, um, you know, I'd be... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be really keen to do something live from Canton. Dave, so you're rocking a fucking laptop and two microphones. Yeah, yeah hey, it's... I, the equipment demands and all that. <laughs> it's not... While, while we might be in the uh, measured studios right now, this is a portable studio, so... Um, <laughs> in the soundproof booth? Yeah, that's right. Take it to the um, campgrounds that we're going to be on. Yeah. That's it. You'll get the sounds of the Australian wildlife in the background as well. It'll be Can lovely. Off your filthy <laughs> Shout out to those guys, if they do listen to this. Um, and you do want to get together, then drop us a message on the Facebook page or something because, yeah, you know, two is better than one. On that point, um, I got some great feedback about the shit that we're doing here uh, on the weekend. So shout out to everyone who uh, 
approached me and said, I love your fucking podcast, because that means the world to me that we're actually doing something all right in this world and in this community. So, uh, it's something you guys are enjoying. Um, it, 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 it's you great. Guys, what, are you fucking sitting in another building or something in CK? No, no, I mean the. You're not having fun, mate. <laughs> no, I mean the listeners. I mean the listeners. I'm talking oh, to the listeners. The listeners. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, Pat, keep up. <laughs> Look at this fucking hat, man. Have you not trust a man wearing a fucking what is that a tamo shirt? I don't, what is that even English? Peaky blinders style. Yeah, oh, yeah it's it's great. It's, it's a it's a cap. A it's a paperboy cap. Yeah, it's yeah, so um. For those of you out there in podcast land, NC Dave is wearing a Peaky blinders hat. I'll tell you what, I'll put a photo of it on the Facebook page for you. Um, it's, it's classy, mate. Okay. This is a good show. So, we took a very fucking long Uber ride back into Sydney. Mm. That shit cost me, like, the Uber, the three Ubers I think we took over the weekend cost me, like, over 200 bucks. Cunt. No, no. Uh, so, some cunt, he, uh, we paid in cash for, like, the other half of the ride, so we dropped Crispo off that night. And then um, we're like, oh, I'll give you 50 bucks cash if you take us through the Hungry Jack's drive through and take us home. He's like, yeah, no worries. It saves me having to add it into Uber. This is my second time, second experience with Uber. Mm. Right? So I'm not fucking used to it. We have it in Bendigo, but no cunt drives me. And um, I get the bill, uh, I think it was Thursday. And yeah, the drive was like 150 bucks. Like, oh, fuck me bank account because it's just been drained from the weekend prior. Yeah. And um, yeah, go on to Uber and yeah, the cunt was fucking Cheap the system and yeah, got the money back. So, oh, well, hey, yeah, justice. Fucking. So, we had a big feed of Hungry Jacks. We've gotten back to the hotel room. Yeah, one o'clock. Fucking shit face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the contest was the first guys that go to sleep get to sleep. <laughs> yeah, fair. And fucking Joel and Corey have just tapped out. And I was fucking, I think I got like two or three hours sleep the whole night. Just oh, listening man. to this symphony of fucking. Sleep apnea or an imminent death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My missus Can't talking in their sleep. My missus, yeah, horrible. yeah, I do that. Um, my missus nudges me uh, when she doesn't hear me breathing for a couple of minutes. <laughs> I was gonna fucking smother you when you kept breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't start up again. I like it better when was, you stop. I was, yeah. I was just thinking, oh, I'm going to fucking kill this cunt, but he's not a hooker. How am I going to explain the body? <laughs> yeah. mm. And I've got, I've got no shower curtain. How the fuck am I going to wrap his body up? Yeah, so going to have to call the front desk, get a shower curtain sent over. we got another one. <laughs> okay, now let's kick off day two. We'll start with you, Joel. Tell us about arrival of day two. Yeah. Uh, you've spoken about the night before. Mm-hmm. The shenanigans. So, uh, day two... We're all a bit worse to wear. Uh, Better say. To, to, yeah, to say the least. Uh, I rocked up uh, once we eventually got allowed into the fucking venue. Yeah. Oh, mate. Sa- same thing happened at day one. Yeah, we were there early and fucking, yeah, we just got fucked around, basically. Oh, there were no cafes. We went down there. Yeah, we were looking, looking for somewhere to get coffee and there was no joint open. Yeah, so we get in there. Uh, I go and find a, a nice little seat. I, uh, I think... Actually, there was a very funny interlude on the morning of day two because we were all standing around baking in the sun. And at this point, I'm just fucking. It was hot on Sunday. Oh, mate, it was fucking hotter. And I'm just basically sweating out beer, hungry jacks, fucking cooking grease. Yeah. And nicotine. And as soon as the guy opens the door, there's like a mini stampede from fat guys that have been on the piss the night before to get to the toilet. <laughs> 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 you walked into that shitter, and it was just a symphony of 
Just <laughs> I think both toilets, men's and women's, were full of people taking their after grog bogs. Yeah. Midway yeah. through mine, someone's opened the doors. Yeah. Get out! <laughs> I feel sorry you for d- You don't want to be in here, man. I feel sorry for Gemma, the only sheiler at the tournament, and every other bloke was going there just to, to spoil it with. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> something goes in, something got to come out. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I went and sat down somewhere, like, like on the chair, just to, just to think about. Uh, my life choices. Yeah, my life choices. I'll never forget the coach coming up to me, Anthony Magro, and he's like, Fuck, you look a bit worse to wear, Joel. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's just it's nothing just going nothing on upstairs. Left. There's just nothing going on upstairs. Huh? <laughs> it was just agreeance and fucking shame. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's fair. Uh, safe to say, though, I did sober up pretty quickly. I did. Uh, perk up. I had a beer, uh, just a just a quick quick beer downstairs. Yeah. Just to fucking you know, hair of the dog. You got to do it. Yep. Just to get ahead of the hangover, because I was still pissed. That was my problem. I wasn't hungover. I was just still pissed. Yeah. Well, that's the key. And yeah, it is. So, what do you do when you're pissed? You just keep fucking going. Yeah. Right. That is the that is the secret. Responsibly. <laughs> responsibly. Responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. Drink responsibly. I can see it on the. 17 cans in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're not here to fuck spiders. No. We're not here for a circle jerk at the toilet field, are we? No, we're not. It's, it's a new favourite. <laughs> Why is everyone so down on a circle jerk in a tumor? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it does it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Derailed. Bring back it back. Track. Here we go. Uh, so, uh, after we got there, we obviously uh, got our second day games in, right? Uh, That's so right, because we, you were there to play uh, Age of Sigma. Enough, yeah, yeah, I wasn't there just to get hammered. No? I was there to actually play a game. All right. Uh, and I think we found out the night before, I'm pretty sure we did actually, that who our game for opponent was going to be. Mm-hmm. But they did it, uh, Clint did it really smart, where uh, we wouldn't tell you what uh, battle plan we were playing until about two minutes, until the round started. Yep. And what were we playing? We were playing... Oh, it was that uh, hunting one. Yeah, total... total, total, total uh, not total the one with the funny deployment. Yeah, the... the, the Again, one. the land oh, of the, the zigzaggy one? No, it's a, is it the zigzaggy yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, total conquest. Okay. You yeah. get extra points for taking objectives back off your opponent. Yeah. Okay. So I had the uh, pleasure of playing uh, Luke. Luke. Luke Taylor? Luke Taylor, thank you. Yeah. Yep. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, so, first time seeing this bloke, first time playing him, great game. Uh, poor bastard got fucking destroyed by Slanesh. Yeah. Uh, long story short, but from what I could gather, he was loving it because he's also a Slanesh player. Yeah. Uh, and that's his thing. Yeah. And it is, it's funny too because he was running the, a very similar list to Dave Kerr. So, I'd already played it with essentially diagonal deployment. Yep. I knew we were sort of made mistakes and those six evocators on Jack Alliance just fucking got taken off. Yeah. I don't think I screamed, take it off, take it off. You know, I don't think I did that, but I really wanted to. Yeah. But I could see the, the, the look in his eyes and he wasn't. What He wasn't feeling it? He wasn't appreciative. <laughs> no. He wasn't, no, he, he wasn't appreciative. You know, not, not of what happened to his army. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought we had a uh, fucking ripper of game, you know, we, we had some little bit of banter and, you know, we were talking shit and 
talking about Slanesh, talking about Stormcast, they were really well painted. Yep. Um, yeah, there's, I, unfortunately, there's not much to sort of go on off that to the, to the uh, recap of the game. It was pretty one-sided. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so okay. games I like. Uh, I look forward to the next time we play, Luke, because I think, um, especially if you're taking Slanesh, I'd love to see got different ideas about how the army should be played. Yep. And I really want to see that in action. No other can't play as Slanesh. Hmm. Well, they're not the most accessible army. They're the most accessible. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah that, that, that's that's my game four. So uh, a very well major win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my game four was against Hayden Walker with the IDF Deacon, mm-hmm. which I was really excited about. I didn't know anything about Hayden Walker, but I hadn't played the fish before. Yeah. Fish um, elves. From the look of it, he had a very deep strikey sort of fucking alpha strike army, so I was pretty confident going in. Um, from what we knew about it, I believe he went five and zero at the Runex Wargaming team cha- uh, team tournament. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I should mention at this point that there is a convention in podcasting where you don't really shit talk your opponent when mm. you go over your battle recaps. Yep. But for reasons I will make clear a bit later in the piece, yep. I'm abandoning that one for my last two games. Sure. Because basically I'm carrying a little bit of beef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Salted, salted beef. beef. <laughs> the no, salted beef is about to land on the table. The salt on. Yeah. It was actually an all right opponent. Nice guy. Saltier than Nobby's nuts. Yeah. So basically I was fucked. Mm. And I mean in game, I mean I was fucking... Shaking, sweating, falling asleep. Yep. You're hurting. Half oh, a man. I was, I was. I just yep. pounded a few coffees into me, took some painkillers, and it was going to take a while for it all to kick in. Yep. And I just fucking vowed to move out of the hotel room that morning. I was not having a great day. Yep. So when we deployed, he won the roll-off to deploy. We both had six drops. Yep. But for some reason, I got it into my head that I was going to go first. Mm-hmm. So I set up to push my shit out over the objective's first turn. Yeah. And then we had a bit of a discussion. Oh, you're going first. You're going first. Oh, you're going first. What I'd done was I had one line of fucking skull, um, not reapers, reapers. Yeah. And my slaughter priests were sitting right behind them. So three slaughter priests, all he's got to do is come in with his electric eels with their fucking bio-voltage shock and their two-inch range. He can take off all three slaughter, my, three of my slaughter priests on this alpha strike and that's it. I'm cooked. Yep. But he didn't do that. He decided that Blood Reavers were the bigger threat. Mm-hmm. So he's come in on both sides of my little funny triangle thingy. Yeah. So the Electric Eels and Volturnus on one side, Reavers and Shield Eels have come over the top because I had enough bodies to screen him out from the good stuff for the over-the-top stuff. Yep. Bodies win battle. Yep. They do. And he's come into my war shrine and a whole bunch of reavers with the shield eels. Mm-hmm. And he had a pretty good alpha strike and took off all but like 11 or 12 of my reavers, which I just command pointed and cut in as an independent unit. Fucking they can go score an objective or do whatever. Yep. And there was like a really funny moment where I'm just sitting there perfectly poised because my skull reapers were in position to swing out and just fucking take all this shit off the board. I'll take the electric eels off one turn. Electric mm. eels of Volturnus are just dead. Yep. That's so it. What, what unit did that? 
Hmm? What unit took all the shit off? Oh, I'm coming to that. Okay. Skull records. And I just and I had a bit of a brain touch. I thought, ah, I don't, I'm not sure this guy knows what skull records do. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I did my fucking pre-game speech. They do a lot of damage. Yeah. So I, I insisted he read the war scroll. Yep. And said, look, you know, with a plus two or three to hit. These counts are fucked. They're fucked. Yeah. yeah. So basically he piled in <clears> the Volturnus <throat> into the Skull Reapers, killed three of them. Three or four, and next turn, I think I got all plus three to hit buffs on the Skull Reapers and just fucking wiped that side of the board. Uh, he won priority. I had him tied up in combat. I did a corn bonus move with the Blood Tide. Bring my skull reapers over to the shield eels and took them off in my second turn. Just want to interject here. I did notice that you were using a lot of the um, the, the smaller sort of blood type bonuses oh, yeah. throughout the entire game, and I think uh, even though they got summoning, uh, having being able to charge and attack in the, your opponent's hero phase or whatever, yeah, is so much more beneficial. <clears throat> especially if you've got the units buffed to do it. Um, yeah, and you've got table control. Like ten fucking blood or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my so, big, my big beast of corn at the moment is summoning and blood type. Yeah, it's, you're basically giving up your elite ability to summon. Yeah, Sorry, I derailed you. No, no, you're right. So I brought them over and I only got the plus one to hit buff on them that turn. His second turn, he didn't do much. Oh, he didn't score his objectives in the first. Was that confident in his mighty alpha strike? That he hasn't left one fucking schmuck back mm. on his objective to claim the point. Yeah, right. Pretty, he, he did have a very low model count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty funny because he lost by a point. Yeah. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> Get wrecked. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the best decision making, right? So uh, It happens to the best of us. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. So I moved the Skull Reapers over. I only had a plus one to hit. I think I had to come down to the fucking champion's body, stupid stingy scale attack to kill him off. At that point, he started bitching him up. Oh, I might as well just quit. No, I'm going to play. All right, mate, you can go if you want to. I was there for that moment. Yeah, I'm happy to call it here. But so we've gone on to turn three. And there was a really funny little moment where I said, all right, so did you want to go on? And he said, oh, yeah, I want to go on. Hmm. Like I was the one hassling him to fucking quit. You heard that. Yeah. Just this really strange little moment. Hmm. Okay, all right. There's a whole generational gap thing going on. Yeah. I'm an old cunt, he's a young cunt, yada, yada, yada. We weren't getting along too well. And then, then he has staged one of the greatest fucking fightbacks I've ever seen in Age of Sigma. It was quite impressive. Yeah. He's um, full credit to him as well. He's, yeah, a, he's right. a very good player. And um, just I just want to actually give him a bit of a shout-out before you keep going here. Um, me and Hayden, we've uh, sort of shared a couple of words over uh, private messaging. And uh, I just want to say... I think you're a top bloke. You share uh, the same morals as what we do in Bendigo. So, um, yeah, look forward to seeing you next time. Right, so he stays this incredible fucking fight back and he just fucking, that idol on of the Tilly idol, fucking run and charge it through and taken out my command group, killed two slaughter priests and a blood secretor. Very underrated model. Very underrated. And my army's just fucking falling apart. And he's charged around, going from objective to objective. I've taken him, he's taking him off me. Would have been the best win in the history of Age of Sigma. Hmm. And it all comes down to turn five. I fucking love this part. <laughs> so turn five, I've lost. Yep. Because he's just going to charge that fucking idol on into the five, six skull reapers I've got left holding his objective. Yep. And he's going to take it, he's going to kill enough of them to take it. He's got three bodies. 
And I just noticed that he had moved his tide caster off the objective. Yeah. It was holding into cover to give it a little bit more survivability, but it's more than four inches away from the objective. Yeah. So all I've got to do is run a character over and, and I can summon five fucking blood letters with two crappy blood tide points. Yep. Take the objective off him. Yep. So in the last combat phase of the game, I'm just sitting there praying he kills enough of my skull reapers. Yep. So that I can fail a battle shock test. Yep. To get the one blood tide point. Yep. To win the game. This is why I play corn. I fucking love this shit. Yep. So he, there was six of them left. He killed five of them. Yep. Took off the banner. And I did like the mental math in my head. And it was a three up roll. It's a three up. I lose the last model and win the last game. Mm-hmm. Roll to six. Bang. Yep. See you later, Skull Reaper. And I didn't even bother moving a model next turn. I just said, look, all I'm going to do in my fifth turn is summon five blood letters there. That's game. Yep. He wasn't happy. Hmm. I did say at the start, look, man, this is going to be a bit of a dick move, but that's game. Yep, that's it. And yeah, he was not happy at all. He's gone off and sulked, had a bit of a chat to his mate. And the funniest fucking part of the game was when he's crept back like two or three minutes after when I was standing around talking to Joel. Mm-hmm. Sort of like Golem going after the one ring or something. He sort of crept up to the table pulled out a tape measure and measured the distance between his guy and the objective yeah. in the hope that it had somehow magically fucking decreased. Yeah. It hadn't. No. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine so. Funnily enough, yeah. yeah. So that was still a win. Now, it was a really good game, and frankly, I pulled that one out of my ass, but as it turns out, he ended up giving me two sports points. Well, sorry, that's not confirmed. He gave me two sports points. We'll, we'll I lost fucking seven sports points for this tournament. We'll, we'll, yeah, I know where they came from. All right. Okay. And if we're going to be diplomatic, we'll say allegedly. Yeah. No, we're not. Right. <laughs> okay, so Pat's calling out Hayden. So Hayden and Liam are mates. They're the guys who docked me on sports points. This is where it all comes from. Now, I wouldn't have minded losing one or two sports points for being a cunt. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's understandable. But at some point, yep. he has had to dock me sports points for not explaining how my models go. He hasn't explained his rules to me. I made him read the war scroll, mm-hmm. and I walked him through that first run of Skull Reaper attack. So that's some bullshit. And that's where all the controversies come from, isn't it? That unit of buff Skull Reapers. Buff Skull Reapers. Uh, people up north don't play him or whatever. And I will own up to fucking what I did with Liam in the next game. I didn't explain shit to him for reasons that will become apparent. But I actually did fucking explain every last word on that thing out and what was happening. Yep. So that I'm a little bit cheesed about. Yep. You, you feel you're so unfairly Hayden, docked. No, Un- yeah, you, you feel that you were chipmunked. Fair, unfair, I won. Yeah, you won and the there game. there wasn't enough sports points docking to fucking move, so I'm quite happy about it. Yeah. But Hayden, if you're out there listening, you lost that game. If you'd moved that model over to the objective, you probably would have won. But you lost. And if you're not happy about that, grudge me at an event. Have a rematch. I'm more than happy to settle scores. So that was my game four. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so not all that eventful, really. Just another game for Pat, apparently. Yeah, it's a regular one. Look, that's the point of this podcast, is that we do, we, we, we do get to talk about... Uh, 
our, our, our experience. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that's that's kind of the point. That that's it wasn't a particularly disagreeable match. I don't blame a guy for getting a bit salty about losing. I'd do it myself. Yeah, sure. But you know, I haven't looked at the sports points he gave me and all the subsequent bullshit that went down on Twitter. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll come to that. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Okay. Right. So, uh, lunch. Lunch. Lunch for uh, day two, so on Sunday. Carl's a bit... Uh, I pushed my way to the front of the fucking line. <laughs> no chewing at the table this time. No. <laughs> I basically got in there ASAP. I was feeling really fucking pumped. Got a bit of a move inside. Yeah. Yep. 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 And I was actually... All right, so I was telling everybody the story of my fantastic win. <laughs> now... To someone who didn't know me or didn't listen to me properly, it may have sounded like I was doing a bit of gloating. Yeah. Oh, mate, you had this here and there and fucking, oh, I was so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I'm just telling the story of pulling one out of my ass. Yeah. And look, Which I it think, was. I yep. think uh, is on, that, on that note, uh, as war gamers, uh, we need to accept the fact that there's a lot of different types of people in our community. No, we don't. Now go on. So there there are a lot of different types of people in this community. That's true. And yep. sometimes we may not gel together, sometimes we're completely different. Like as I as I mentioned earlier, I was so glad that we met up with Gemma and Nick and mm. Josh and Dennis. Yeah. Uh, because we're so alike. Yeah, there's a, there's a kindred uh, connection there. Yeah, um, it, it, but there's going to be personalities that clash. For sure, bad. It, you know, everyone's raised different. Uh, you know, everyone has different beliefs and views and all that shit, which I'm fine to respect. But it, you know, you need to. Everyone else needs to respect other people's uh, way of life, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'll leave that. Well, look, we're supposed to be a pretty easygoing country, Correct. but we're also super competitive. We've got state lines, and we've got. We do have state lines. You know, and... We, we have clubs in those state lines. We do. Yeah. Um, we don't get along with certain other clubs. That's right. <laughs> well, they do not. But it's all a rich tapestry. A rich tapestry. Mm. That is right. So I pushed my way up to the line early and actually got fed and had a smoke and I was feeling actually pretty pumped. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, me, on the other hand... <laughs> I decided to order a bowl of wedges, which were equally, almost, uh, no, they were a little bit better than the Palmer, but they were almost as shit as the Palmer that I had on Saturday for a bowl of wedges. Like, how the fuck do you fuck up a bowl of wedges, right? Hey, they found a way. <laughs> they did find a way, you're All right. right. <laughs> and, um, Sydney, man, it's a can-do <laughs> If you can dream it, you can do it. I don't order <laughs> bowls of wedges very often but when I do they normally have the sour cream and the, the like sweet chilli sauce separate yeah this was all in the one fucking thing yeah <laughs> nah nah they got no clue and look nah. the reason why I ordered a bowl of wedges in the first place was because I was a bit um, turned off by the food there the day before and I wasn't feeling up to eating yeah uh, I my guts can only hold liquid at the time <laughs> and not hold it for very long or no no no, no fine it's just um I was a bit backed up and, uh, you know, drinking the amount of piss that we did so far over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. actually touch a beer until after the event on the second day. Fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet you did better than the others. <laughs> Is I mean, there a correlation? Well, I won my two games. Honestly, 
That's true. A beer That's on true. a fucking Sunday morning would have been like drinking dishwashing liquid. Yeah, like that, for that. that is yeah. what hair of the dog tastes like. It's either razor blades going down your throat or it tastes like dishwashing <laughs> detergent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so bowl wedges. I had probably about four wedges and then everyone else fucking ate the rest. Yep. That was my lunch day too. And the wedges were still shit. Well, at least you're able to share the shit. Uh, actually, on the lunch break, I went down across the road to the Asian brochure <laughs> and uh, I got like myself a, a, a dare iced coffee and a Powerade. I fucking nicked those two. Yep. And, yeah, not, I, I not sure that's the greatest that. combination, but all right. I, I needed the electrolytes, I needed yep. the caffeine. So yep. I didn't have a coffee that morning. Yep. yep. So I, didn't I have... fucking bought you a coffee at lunch, you wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That was after I had the yeah. dare. That was mm. after I had the mm. dare. Really good coffee for lunch. Actually. It was terrible because there was sugar in it. Good coffee doesn't need sugar in it. I'm sure you can agree with me then. Well, that that is true, but um, NC Dave I'm, was a piggy blinder hat. I <laughs> I am I am a coffee pig. Um, I will I will leave a mug of coffee on my desk and still drink it the next day, stone cold. I don't care. I'll drink to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's only because I drink black it's all coffee. All about being addicted to caffeine. Not That's right. I don't into fucking free trade beans or whatever. Yeah, but that's how you get the cool design in the top of the latte. You want to know how they do that love heart? <laughs> Fire one straight in there. Yeah. Here's one, on the one shot and another. We're going to get NC Dave about fucking four hours out of Bendigo and he's just going to regress into a horrible fucking monster. <laughs> Look at him. That's right. He's just, he's just the bike that's weighing the snack. All right, that was lunch. Now we're into game five, Joel. Yeah. Uh, so, last game of the tournament. Uh, I was rubbing my hands together when I finally got to play Adam Bird again. Uh, so, last time we played was at BadgerCon, the first year for Sigma. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was, what, two years ago now. Yeah. Essentially. Year, year and a half to two years ago. And, man... We, we, we talk a little bit, and um, I was just so stoked to have to play him again. And um, so anyway, we're setting up the table wrong for terrain, and then Clint comes over and says, oh, we're playing a uh, better part of Valor. Adam, <laughs> he leans over the table and says, good game, shakes my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is got to be, like, this one and fucking Scorched Earth. Have to be Slanesh's best um, battle plans. Yeah. And he was playing uh, not so much a, a static Stormcast army, but it was fairly static for, to, compared to Slanesh. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I won. We both had nine drops. I won the roll off. So I was just deploying centrally. He chucked a couple of units of judicators, uh, one on each side. Defended his central objective a little bit, so it was obvious where the game was going to go. Yep. He knew uh, that uh, we're going to be after the first turn. We're going to be fighting over that his middle objective yep. uh, for the game. And um, so anyway, did that. Killed his judicators off quite easily. Sent big fits in, fucking all guns blazing into his sequiturs, uh, and <laughs> basically. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he, we, we traded blows every now and again. I think he won priority for the second turn. Killed some of his shit off. Uh, and then came round to depravity points. I put in 20, um, what are they called? Demonettes. 
as well as Five Seekers, as well as a couple of Heralds, uh, another Exalted, Hell Striders, all into that central objective. Weight of bodies, he couldn't handle it. I won the game there. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. It was a game where he really couldn't win, and he'll agree to this. I think he's already said this on the Heralds board. Um, but I tell you what, we, we played out the kill points, and it was my favourite game of the weekend. Yep. Uh, so we already had the, the decision made for the actual tournament <laughs> itself, but we had a fucking ball terror of a game. He is the only person that has ever accepted, uh, actually, a lie. Sorry, Pat, you've done it once, but in a, in a tournament, uh, the only person who's ever accepted the full six attacks from Dark Temptations. Yep. So this is this is a thing which happens from the Keeper of Secrets, the regular one. Uh, in your opponent's hero phase, you nominate a hero. They take up to six attacks uh, on one of their weapons. He took the full six. Uh, what what happens if you if you roll a one uh, to hit, then you just slay instantly. Nothing else happens. Yeah. Yeah. So Pretty it's like cool. fifth bit, like the final round of the of the tournament. Uh, you know, bottom of the turn, he takes them. And he's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. <laughs> Out of the twelve attacks or whatever that he had, because he charged uh, with his hammer on the uh, on the star drake, he rolled a single one. Yeah, <laughs> was, no, I saw that. That was and, and Pat was there, and he's like, "Oh, Adam, I need to shake your hand because that's just fucking amazing." <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <clears throat> it was so good. But um, yeah, that, that was that was ended high. on a high note. Yeah, yeah. So went um, three and two in the end. So very high note. Um, the idea, I'll get into that later. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was happy with 3 2. Very good. Well, Pat, your last game? Yeah, nothing much happened. No. <laughs> so we'll, we'll move right on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my last game was against Liam Bernard Blue. Now, um, there was a bit of beef earlier in the year between Majid and Liam for some injudicious remarks he made on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Fair to say. That's fair to say. Mm-hmm. But um, so I drew the army and it's a silver neck and it's a fucking Malay Alpha Strike. So I was pretty confident that my army just shits out Malay Alpha Strike. Yep. First line of Blood Reavers shugs it off. Everything else piles forward. And the army I'm very comfortable playing against. Shooty Alpha Strikes are a different story. And we got the scenario. So yeah, I'm probably going to lose one objective first turn. After that, just hold firm, push back. So I put all my stuff on the table, went out for my pre-game smoke ritual. Yes. Which, as we covered last week, is something I do before every game. Yep. Gotten back to the table. Liam's there. Thought, ah, well, what the hell? Maybe it's all bad press. Give the guy a chance, whatever. So we shook hands and said, oh, yeah, here's my army list. And he's picked it up, looked at it for about three seconds. Then, oh, yeah, a generic Gore Pilgrim's list and tossed it down on the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Now, there are a couple of points I would like to raise off this. First of all, that's a bit fucking odd. He doesn't know me. You know, it's a bit of a weird thing to do. It's a bit rude. I don't know. Yep. I mean, if I'm playing Joel, I can look at his list and say, oh, what are you bringing, you filthy fucking Ben Chicken? Yeah, of course. Ladies, you download this then, that's from the cheating cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are valid questions. 
But I don't know the guy, so it's a bit of an odd thing to do. I asked for a copy of his list, never got one. Mm-hmm. But the other assumption I want to make is if the guy looks at your list and says, oh, you're a generic gore pilgrim, yep. you can naturally assume that he knows what goes into a generic gore pilgrim's list. Yes, if he can, if he can spot it that quickly. Blood Secreta, Slaughter Priest, Lilich. It's not an unreasonable assumption to make. Mm-hmm. Turns out I was wrong. Right as will unfold over the course of the game. Mm-hmm. So we've deployed, and I took the one-drop army, so I took the first drop. I strung one unit of Grievous out in a screen, across the length of the board, as you do. Yep. And he's put his whole army down, and what he says is, oh, I'm just going to deploy in one drop. It speeds the game up. Okay. Isn't he just deploying in one drop because it's no, a one-drop army? Or? No, just... Just one of those things. Just, Okay. All right. And so I've deployed. Yeah, I've deployed. So I've said, oh, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. So I've got, again, no one can see my hand gestures. One unit of Blood Reaver strung out across the board. I put some weak shit over on my right hand objective. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, he's going to go for that with one of his dryad blobs. Doesn't matter too much if I lose it. The counter punch is coming from the Skull Reapers. Yep. So we get to the first turn, and oh, I asked him if he could take the trees off. Can we get rid of these trees? No, I like the trees. This is on the, the wild woods. Wild so woods. We spent the whole game bumping models and moving fucking wild woods around because you get snagged and the lots are everywhere. Yeah, instead of just <laughs> yeah, so treating them as up to be a pretty of circles. salty game. Yeah. So he's taken the first turn and his first cast was to summon a wild wood. I used my brazen rune on that. Yep. And he's had a sort of aha moment. So that's the uh, auto. Auto no. to spell. Yep. Once per game, auto to spell, fuck your spell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he said, then I'll cast this. I said, oh, yeah, I'll dispel that with a slaughter priest. Yep. Yeah, a pretty high. And slaughter priests don't have dispels. Yeah, no, yeah, they do. No, they don't. They're priests. They don't have dispels. I was a little bit baffled because you'd assume someone who would say generic or pilgrims would know that slaughter priests would have dispels. It's not a fucking hidden secret of Age of Sigma. No. You'd expect someone at Masters to know that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't said, oh, I'm not sure if Slaughter Priests have dispels, or I might want to check the War Scroll or whatever. Slaughter Priests don't have dispels. Read the War Scroll. Yeah. Oh, they do have dispels. Right. And the hilarious part was the dice gods just turned in my favour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had a result of 10 for his first cast, and I rolled an 11. <laughs> yep. And I think I came up with a, like an 8 or 9 for his second cast. That was to summon dryads or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I came up with an 11 for that. Yep. <laughs> So basically, he's fucking chewing on his own liver at that point. It's pretty funny. I, I like these sort of games. Yep. You know, give me a nice salty contest. I'm quite happy. Yeah. Oh, look, there's some joy to be had in shutting down. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, of course. You know, the dice gods love me and hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I guess you, I guess you, sacri- you sacrificed an extra virgin, I guess. Oh, whatever. Yeah, carry on. Okay, so we moved on and we're discussing what not before the game. And he's, oh, all right, what's the range on a blood boil? Oh, 16 inches. Oh, they need line of sight, don't they? I said, no, they don't need line of sight. Everyone knows blood boil doesn't need line of sight. Showed him the war scroll. Mm-hmm. And the war scroll says, pick an enemy unit within 16 inches. Yep. So he bailed me up and tried to argue that it still needs line of sight because it does not specifically say it does not need line of sight. Where is it? You, it would normally actually specify the other way. It says that that the model can see or that yeah, the unit exactly. can see. Yeah. It just says pick an enemy unit. Simple. 
Yep. Oh, no, it doesn't because it doesn't say it doesn't need line of sight, whatever. I was pretty much over it by this point. So mm. Put my hand up, call it to you. Now, there are those who will say I yell. Yep. The next time you see me at an event, ask me to raise my voice and ask me to yell and see what the difference is. Yep. And I was a little bit salty myself at this stage because it's pretty fucking obvious. Yes. Like an enemy unit. I must admit, um, Adam and I, uh, we only noticed the whole buck situation after the TOs got there. Mm. We didn't hear a word from you. So call, call that tribalism or favoritism. Don't what? give a fuck. Yep. But I was a little bit salty because I don't know. As you would be, because someone's questioning your integrity. Anyway. I've been playing fucking competitive Age of Sigma for a year or whatever. I've never had to call it TO. Yeah. Dennis comes over and says, no, nah, it means what it says. Great. Done. So on with the game. Now, he does his alpha strike. I didn't get cogs off, but he got all his charges off. Put 30 of his unit, 30 dryads into my right-hand objective. Colonels come down the middle, 30 dryads in between my two objectives, and third two on the side, hit an 11 inch charge, which is pretty good. Yep. And because of the terrain, he's brought the two, the second unit of dryads down in a big U shape. Mm -hmm. And this will become relevant when we get to my first turn. Mm. So we roll a whole bunch of dice later, and it's a really niggly game. Mm. I'm just not piling them, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, okay. And yep. I'm doing my fair share of it. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you. You, you give what you get. No, no, I mean, hey, someone wants a niggle, I'm champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, I love the niggle. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah, yeah no. fuck, fuck the intention. It's yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is. Yeah. What it is on the table. I'll fucking quibble over quarter inch movement. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a pretty terrible sport, as mm. a sports would reflect. No, carry on. No, carry on. So I come in, I'm not fucking absolving myself of blame for this little bit. So he comes in, takes off the front unit of Reapers, scores my right-hand objective, burns it. Yep. And it's my turn to counter-strike. Mm. And this is just fucking... This is like Corn's Christmas. I've got ten Skull Reapers. <laughs> yep. Sitting there, his dryads are pulled out in a nice U-shape so I can get the whole entire fucking unit right into the middle of them. Yep. And all I need is a couple of buffs to go off because they're going to nag one to hit. Mm. So I get a couple of buffs off, they're gone. Which is basically what happened. Mm. I got plus three to hit on the Skull Reapers, plus two we didn't have one to hit from the Dryads. Pushed them out into a nice little sort of counter U mm -hmm. and took them off. Yep. So now, I'm sorry, what? Do you just want to explain how uh, Skull Reapers actually work? Just Not fucking the... really, no. <laughs> <laughs> Read the fucking War Scroll. <laughs> Read the War Scroll. Uh -huh. no, um, all right, so. The thing that trips people up with Skull Reapers is they have a very complicated attack process. They do immortal wounds in addition to their regular damage. Yes, okay. Which is different to a lot of other units. It's different to a lot of stuff. You do the mortal and then that stops. And the mortal wound is either going to you or your opponent. Mm -hmm. That depends on the result of the wound roll. So you roll a lot of dice. Yes. Normally I walk people through the process, but at this point in the game we were done talking. Right. I mean, I wasn't even watching him take his fucking models off. Because, you know, what was that? I think I got eight or nine Skull Reapers into combat, plus three to hit, plus two versus Dryads. <laughs> Rerolling all misses from the War Shrine, rerolling once the wound, they're fucking dead. It, it was a take it off situation. Basically, the only thing you're rolling dice for is to see if you get your mortal wound flashback. Right. Yeah. And you would expect someone who says generic lore pilgrims mm -hmm. to know this, but apparently not. 
So we go through that whole thing, and he's pretty salty. Yes. And I'm loving it. So, so to be you're, fair, I would be a bit of a cunt. <clears throat> the ability you're talking about here, actually, is what, the, the demon-forged weapons? Yes. Yes, okay, so I'm just reading the war scroll now while you're talking. Mm -hmm. um, demon-forged weapons. How do you do that? On a result of six plus, it's a mortal wound in addition to the regular damage. Now, because it's cool and the buffs are stackable, you can stack the plus one to hit prayers on the reefs. Yeah. So the idea is, if you get at least plus two to hit, you're doing mortal wounds on a four up plus regular wounds. Yes. And because you've got the war shrine buff that lets you re-roll all your misses. Because it's not an unmodified six, it's just a no. six. Yep. Yep. So with the war shrine buff going off as well, you're re-rolling everything. Yep. So even though like a result of three is a hit with the plus two, you re-roll it anyway to push for more mortals. Right. So basically you'll get 75% of your total attacks as mortal wounds. Yep. Mm. Now, when you roll for your wound. Yes. On a one plus, the wound's going, the mortal's going to you. On a two plus, it's going to your opponent. That comes off the wound roll. Yes. So you lash him with a blood stoker to re-roll all your ones to wound. Which means you're not taking the mortals. One in 36 mortals are going to you yep. by the odds. Yeah. All the mortals are going to your opponent plus a regular wound. That's what makes it so killy. Yes. That's what you, like the so wood chipper is. That can, that's the wood chipper. You get yep. eight skull reapers in, 24 attacks, you'll... I rolled really well on that one, actually. I think I got 20-something mortals yeah. before I got to the two-handed. Yeah. And all that, there's no rend on them? No, rend, no, no, no. but because no, it's, it's mortal output. It's, it's just mortal output. Yeah. yeah. So with all the buffs I pile onto them in that list, if they all go off, I've never fucking hit anything with one blow. Yeah. You're looking at like 20 blood kings or something to have any models left. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, anyway, that happened. And to be fair for what happened later, I didn't stop and explain it to him. Mm -hmm. In my defence, nah, fucking. Yep. <laughs> well, no. In, uh, we were in, having a very salty game. It was a salty game and you've got an yeah. opponent who's acted as though they know yeah, the ins and outs. Plus, plus I could roll yeah. out a tax sequence 20 times and it worked every time. It's that yeah. certain. Yep. So he takes them off. I blood boiled her through a couple of times. Actually, I blood-boiled a couple of Kurnoths. I thought, oh, fuck, that was lucky. Mm. <laughs> Dice gods were just loving me. Yep. Uh, Kurnoth Hunter's got five wounds. Oh, here's a blood ball. Roll for damage, five wounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got two of those. Yep. He's, he's, he's <coughs> dead to have the doppelganger, fuck, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking eight blood balls. Fucking boom, boom, boom. Love it. I was rolling really well. I, I won't yep. deny that. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably a game I was going to win just on matchup. Yep. My army fucking eats my way out of this fight. Mm -hmm. Especially Sylvan, it's so spindly too. Yeah. I'm more worried about shooting Kern off something mm. and taking off all my shit. Mm. So we get to turn two, he wins priority, makes a pretty decent effort at threatening my middle objective, mm -hmm. but doesn't get there in time. I don't know what he did with his Durthu. At that point, his fucking Kern off, like three of them left and they're just playing tag with my Blood Reapers. Yep. No, they'll keep, and I've got my thingos up in a nice U-shape. Yep. And this is when he does something fucking baffling. So he didn't actually mention it at the time, hmm. but he's got three objectives he's holding, and he burns the two of them and leaves the one that's fucking 12 inches away from my skull. Oh. <laughs> right. So and he didn't even say he burned them. 
He just took the markers off. I must have been paying attention because I didn't know they were burned or something. It was that kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. We're basically communicating in angry grunts and gestures by this point. Yeah. yeah. And that's not into that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fun yeah. game. I'm, I'm having a time in my life. Yeah, <laughs> this is your environment. You, you are you're in your element. The king's, the king's yeah. back in his jungle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, so he's burnt the two objectives. No, no. So he's got one objective. Yeah. Again, the hand gestures are pointing. Sorry. Yeah. So he's got one objective on his right hand side. He's burnt mm-hmm. the two that my models are nowhere near. I could potentially have gotten to him with my furies. Yeah. He's pulled everything back to defend the objective in front of my skull records. That you're closest to. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, which is a bit of a strange choice because the way the scoring works, you know, if you there's a whole thing going on. Yeah, well, the longer you hold it, when you burn it, the more points it's worth. Yeah. Yes. So my turn two, I actually made a big mistake and forgot to get half my buffs off. Yeah. Because there was a bit going on and I forgot to get the buffs off on the skull reapers. Yeah. Whatever. So I burned the objective he was threatening. I'm on two points. He's on five points. Mm-hmm. So I make the charge with the Skull Reapers, I only get four of them in combat because they're Sylvaneth bases. And they're at neg one to hit without any buffs and they take off the ten dryads. Yep. Because at that stage they're re-rolling all hits and wounds. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because if you bring up their war scroll, once they've killed more than their double their total, yep. they re-roll all hits and wounds, they get fucking nasty. So it's, it's a momentum build. Yes. It's just, yep. Yep. I do not know why more people don't use them. Mm. They just churn and burn. Mm, mm. So I burn his objective. The only objective left in the game is mine. Yep. And it's basically if I get the next turn first, I can burn it and win. Yep. Which I did. Yep. So we shook hands. He muttered off to have a salt or something like that. Yep. Disappeared for quite a good long while. Actually, his models were still on the table a fair while later. And I was fucking jammed. I was pumped. Yeah. Four and one of Masters. Fucking laughing. Yeah, it's a validation so, of my army list. I figure I'm going to come like fourth because I had a minor fucking win in there. Yeah. So I'm not worried about tiebreakers or any of that shit. And yeah, it really happened. It's a good result. It is something to be really proud of. Yeah. 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 Um, so what happened subsequently was um, Liam gave me a one out of five for sports scores. Mm. So I'm more curious as to what he did give me the point for. <laughs> well, um, the, I mean, the, you get a point for showing up time. You get a point for having all your tokens. Yeah. So he either had to dock me for not showing up on time. Yeah. Or not having all my tokens. Which I had all my tokens and I showed up on time. I got there first, went out for a smoke. He was there when I got back. So he must have docked me for not showing up on time. Yeah. Uh, I found out about this later, and then he's gone on a bit of a Twitter thing about, oh, Skull Reapers do this and that and the other. That plainly called you out for being a cheater. Yeah, basically, and in private chats as well, as word trickled back to me. Mm. I'm a cheat, this, that, and the other. Now, I didn't explain the Skull Reapers as well as I should have, but if you can read a fucking war scroll. Yeah. Yeah. You had war scrolls there. It was all available. Yeah. No? Yeah, well, I mean, I just Googled it. It's, It's... Pretty fucking clear once you read it. Yeah. So I'm pretty. So I'm happy with the success of my generic gore pilgrim army. Because mm. you always want your generic gore pilgrims to go well. Yep. So, uh, Actually, I'm pretty pumped with the whole thing. Because, yeah. you know, winners are grinners at the end of the day. Yeah. And yeah, so if you see Liam at an event, just wander up and ask him if Sword of Priests have the spells or not. Because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm there's yeah. no other way to say it. No. 
Mm-hmm. He shouldn't personally insult people, but he behaved like a salty bitch on the day. Mm-hmm. And it's subsequently within the realms of social media, and I'm glad I beat him. Yep. Well, that's fair. And, and that's what made me the worst sport do, in Australia. Do you, do you think that uh, having, a, having a bitch about it on social media, does it make you uh, any less of a sport than what you are? Well, it makes you a saltier bitch. Yeah. I mean, you could have called a T.O. at the time if you thought I was cheating. I mean, I'll wear for being a fucking cunt to play against, yeah. being a guy who gets a bit shitty when the dice go against him. It's cheating. It's yeah, fair but to say that you play off other people's... I wouldn't say that at all. No, I'm a cunt. (laughs) But, but there's... there's And it's something I work on and I don't want to be the fucking guy that nobody wants to play. Yeah, but but it doesn't mean you're you're, doesn't mean you're cheating. It doesn't mean you're actually misusing the abilities of your... If someone's going to call me a cheat because I took off 30 fucking dryads with a fully buffed unit of skull reapers. You're at Masters, you should know. And that was that, essentially. But I, I will end with a final statement. Liam, if you're not happy with my version of the battle report, don't back-channel complaints to Clint about how sad you are. Don't make passive-aggressive comments on Twitter. We're going to have maybe the same tournaments next year. I'll be more than happy to grudge you and do, settle it. Do I smell a grudge for CanCon? You can't grudge someone you just beat. No, he, he may want to grudge you. Grudging someone you just beat would be like Rocky Three. <laughs> <laughs> if Rocky went around to Apollo Creed's house and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one of those deleted scenes. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that that's in the director's cut. <laughs> but if you're not happy, if you're fucking feeling a little bit salty, mm. just grudge me to a match. We'll have it out. We'll have a have another game. Yeah. Win or lose, you'll come away with honor. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Sort out your differences. Maybe we need an exhibition match. Maybe. No, doesn't maybe. have to be hey, official channel. Hey, doesn't have hey, to take up a spot at CanCon. This is my last word on this subject. I'm not going on Twitter. I'm not carrying any fucking beef. I mean, if members of the community want to ask yeah. Liam about Slaughter Priest Dispel, and I just want to that's ask up to them. Mm-hmm. But I'm done. Yep. But Liam, you know, if you want to carry on with it, just grudge me. I just want to reiterate your point, too. Uh, if any, if Liam or any of the Clanfield guys uh, want to come to Benigo, you guys are more than welcome to. Yeah. E- even though we may be coming across as a little bit aggressive, we don't actually want to beat the shit out of you. If mm. we did, we would have done that by now. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you guys, are, seriously, we'll, we'll fucking set you up for a good time in Benigo if you ever want to come here. Uh, yeah, sure. We are... We are part of the wargaming community, even though we do have a bit of a club rivalry just from what's happened over the past year uh, between certain individuals, uh, we don't... Uh, help me out, guys. We it's it's not a personal rivalry. Yeah, this is, this is a... This, it, it is, yeah. but it's a friendly, personal sort of thing. It's, 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 a, it's a competitive <laughs> rivalry. It's, <laughs> it's a competitive rivalry. It's got... We've got... Um, uh, two different groups of people who take this stuff really seriously are really passionate about it. So you know, butted heads here and there, um, but that That's, that just makes for drama. It, it just and, makes for good makes gaming, for more, doesn't it? It's an immersive one. It it is. Age of competitive is a lifestyle. Yeah. It is, and I fucking I thrive off that shit. Yeah. I, I love that uh, there's there's two uh, fucking clubs just going at it. Okay? Yeah, I love the idea of that. I want to have. One of those people as my rival, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, 
Well, it, it does. It, ma- it makes for great stories. It, it makes for great events and interesting battle reports. Mm. All right, so let's have a look at the overall results for uh, the guys from Measured. How did we go? So, Pat, four and one. Well done. You came fourth, yeah? Yep. You beat Well done to you. No, that's a stellar effort. That's yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, Dalton went three, two. I think he came eighth, eighth or ninth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I came tenth. Yep. And then uh, Corey. <laughs> Poor Corey got the fucking wooden spoon. He, he went 0 and 5. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Did not have a good one. Uh, shout out to the guys that podiumed. So, Dave Kerr. Michael Thompson? It wasn't Michael Thompson. It wasn't Rockhampton. No, oh, jeez, I can't remember. Uh, the corn guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome yeah. Guy, yeah. Sorry, dude, I can't remember your fucking name. Nah, it'll come to you. Uh, and then we got... Um, Chris Welford. Chris Welford. Came third. Was it Matt Gammy? It was fucking... Matt. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell, yeah. I knew it was a Matt. Yeah, so well done to you guys mm. for taking out the podium. And he had a fucking good corn match. He did. And yeah. uh, from... Not a ge- not a generic gore pilgrim. They're all generic gore pilgrims. Oh shit! I forgot to do that in my segment. Um, from now on, as long as I'm involved in war gaming, mm-hmm. all of my army lists are now named generic gore pilgrims. Oh good. <laughs> well, if you play against Liam again, he'll know what he's up yeah. against. <laughs> yeah. So if you're wondering why my, you know, ogres list I'm talking <laughs> about is called generic gore yeah. pilgrims. Yeah, your moon clan needs uh, <laughs> generic gore pilgrims. <laughs> Generic Gore Pilgrims Moon Clan Allegiance. Yeah. Yeah, so Dave Kerr, Matt Campbell, and Chris Welfare, well done for mm-hmm. back to back podiums, all three of them. In the same spot still, I believe. Uh, no, uh, Chris Welfare and uh, Matt Campbell swapped. Welfare dropped. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that? Shameful bronze. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, well deserved, ah, guys. Well done, yeah. I'd love to verse the other two one day. I've only ever versed Dave Kerr out of those three. So. Yeah. Well, as we keep growing the community, yeah, there'll mean, be more events, and I'm sure we'll yeah. all get to cross paths eventually. Sure. Um, you know, I can't wait to, you know, to podium myself uh, one day at Masters. One day. One, one day. day at Masters. You're going to go yeah. to a three-player range yourself? Or? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, it's Masters in my garage. Yeah. I'll be down. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you'll beat me. Oh, <laughs> I'm not, oh, I'll play it against you. You got two kids, don't you? <laughs> hey, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right. Um, cool. So let's now go to uh, Sunday night shenanigans. What did you just get up to? This was probably Actually, my favourite night. The tournament, all tournaments end abruptly because everyone's fucked and wants to go home. They did it smart, though. Uh, they said, we need to pack up before the trophies get given out. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. They, they pulled a Benigo. Yeah, it's <laughs> like too lazy to do it ourselves. It's like when they do the prize draw after all of the other yeah. shit's been done. No, you got to stick around. Mm. Yeah. Helped out a little bit. Uh, there was a few more bodies there to actually help out properly. Mm-hmm. Unlike the Friday night that we set up, but um, yeah, that was good. Uh, and then um, we went back to our apartment, our mm-hmm. little fucking hotel. Back to Hooker Murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crystal was going around with us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crystal came back and hung around with us, which was good. Uh, she was wearing appropriate shoes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so she wasn't standing at n- 9 foot 11 this yeah, time? Yeah, so uh, we weren't drinking a whole lot that day. When we got back, I was. Fuck, I feel like a beer. Mm. And yeah, we were sitting out the front. 
know, punching darts and mm. drinking piss. It was it was really good. It was probably the first time of the weekend that we were just sitting back and chilling. There was yep. nothing that we needed to think about or do. Yep. Uh, you know, we knew the plan for the next day of driving home. But yep. uh, anyway, so after after we sort of, hung I out, was being intolerably smug. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay you a whole heap of credit though, Pat, because you, know, you still only came fourth at last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, some of us improved on our position in the rankings leading up to last year. <coughs> some of us. Dalton did. Corey did. Oh. Oh, I guess you can't beat fucking 22, can you? He came like 40th. No, I mean, he was like 28th in the rankings or something. He worked his way up to 22. <laughs> yeah, I mean Dalton was like seventeenth. He finished eighth. No, I was the um. I was ninth. I finished fourth. I was the unfortunate one to come eighth and finish tenth, wasn't I? Yeah, can't all be winners. <laughs> 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 we'll touch on that subject. In the yes, oh, we're, we're gonna we're good. gonna get into that shortly. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you had a bliss. You had a blissful Sunday evening of just uh, chewing. It was. It was Chill as fuck. We went yeah. to um, I. I used to go to Darling Harbour for New Year's and for the grand final um, when I was younger. Mm. I, was, I was a bit sport when I was younger, and um, so I thought that I'd reminisce on the good old days and um, take the boys to uh, one of the restaurants on Darling Harbour that I used to go to. Yep. Um, it used to get taken to rather. So it's called a, it's a place called Hot Angus, which mm. is a steakhouse. Yes, uh, makes very, sense. Very fancy steakhouse, mm. and. Um, you know, paid like 50 bucks for a meal. But it was very fucking good. Yeah, yeah it was a good meal. It was a good fucking meal. And like, lick your plate good. Yeah, yep. literally, uh, yep. there was all of us just uh, sliding our whole palm over the plate to get the mushroom sauce and then just fucking shove that in our mouths. Yeah. That's how good. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, something else was good. We stopped at the Piermont pub, had another couple of beers, and mm-hmm. just had an early night, basically. Just walking around, checking out the sites, yeah. what Darling Harbour had yeah. to offer, and it's a not as a lovely place. Yeah, it? it is a good spot, absolutely. Mm. A lot less cunty than the rest of Sydney. Yeah, okay. correct, mm. correct. Well, we drove home the next day. We did, yeah. We left at uh, about I want to say eight, eight thirty. Yeah, we started pissing off. Stopped at a Macca's on the way back for. A, I reckon we were there for about. Yeah, everyone was having a shit in the wank. <laughs> Same time, just, yeah. just, just a, like a like as a group. Mm. Probably, mm. who knows? I don't know who was in the queue for next week. But I know that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. look, there was a glory They had very hole. soft hands. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're just you know, a delicate touch. Dave, the whole point of a glory hole is you don't see the dude's face. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's it's a bit of mystery. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Damn. I think we, when we get back, about 6 o'clock. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and a few beers on the way home. Yeah, we, those beers went straight yeah. through us too. Yeah. Mm. It was fucked. So, like, Pat and I were the only ones really drinking. And, yeah, had a couple of stubbies and we're like, oh, I need to pull over. <laughs> mm. Oh, we need to pull over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really good weekend. It was. Um, yeah, I'm glad you stuck with us, Pat. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, even though you wanted to get the fuck away from That Sunday us. morning. Yeah, like a lot of tournaments, you don't get to talk to enough people. Mm. I was having a chat with Matt Campbell about corn stuff just as they were doing the final results. He was a nice guy. I could have talked to him about corn shit for hours. But no, you just talk to your opponents, 
I must, I must admit, uh, there, there was a few people I got to speak to, but yeah. uh, definitely a fair few which I didn't. Uh, I don't know if that's just because of my nature or because of the Mission Gaming brand that people wanted to avoid us. Or just random fucking collision apart. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I remember running into um, Dr. Doom yeah. in camps, right? Didn't actually say a word to him except for, can you move out of the fucking way? <laughs> Let me explain the situation. So I need to go have a shit, right? <laughs> and I'm walking in. You're going to go up these fucking stairs. Then you you see the room there, and then there's the claw on the side. Walking in, and here's this cunt on his phone just stumbling in through the door, going super fucking slow. I'm like, mate, I need you to fucking step aside so I can get through properly. Because it was, it would literally take him ten minutes to walk through the two doors into the toilets. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my only encounter with that bloke. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I figured out why no one else talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I was just busted for a piss. Like yeah. I had to go to the yeah, yeah. I don't think it was for a shit. But I was alright. Well, um, you know, it was a good environment. Everyone you spoke to was an expert. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, well, nearly everyone. Well, do you, do you well most. Was, yeah. Who most was the bloke within the gash? I never saw him in the gash. I think he didn't show up. No, he did. Uh, it was like fluo, yellow, orangey, uh, greeny sort of colour. Yeah, so I never saw him in the Um he, he was like a real thin dude with long hair. Um, he tried. I, I do. I don't have to apologise to you, mate, because you, you, when you came up to me, you were at the bad times of my fucking weekend, uh, which was the Saturday sort of after lunch. Um, he tried to come up to me a couple of times to talk to me. I just wasn't fucking interested. But... Wasn't because of you. It was just because I was having a shit time, basically, which we'll we'll touch on in the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no. I like masters. I like masters. I really did. I'd love to go. I look forward to the less players being there next year. Well, be awesome. How, how about we talk about the event as a whole and what we thought about it? Okay. Uh, I thought it was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great weekend. Uh, Clint and Dennis, you guys did a fucking awesome job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did. They did. Yeah, with it. Fucking love that Dennis. <laughs> that poor bastard. <laughs> Something about a man with a beard who looked like Mr. Frost. Yeah. He, he did a... He I want the names, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know you're listening. I haven't forgotten. That's a, that's a hidden message. That's an Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just for you, Dennis. Yeah. That's just for you. <laughs> but no, um, seriously... Uh, Two great days. There was, uh, apart from the initial delay after lunch on the first day for yep, meals, that was, the only, hiccup. That was mm. the only hiccup. It ran smooth as fucking butter. Yep. One, one of the best tournaments I've been to ever. Mm. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Well, hats off to the organisers. Yeah. Yep. Now, for those of you that have been paying attention lately uh, to the lead up to Masters and the aftermath of Masters, you'll know that there would have been that there was some controversy around. Uh, first of all, a ruling to do with uh, John McGrath's list, um, and that has spiralled into quite a, uh, well, what we might call a dumpster fire of uh, Twitter posts. Um, Going to throw it over now to Joel to run us through his side of it, what happened as, you know, as far as he sees it, and I also want to make a note before we get into this, in an effort not to be ridiculously one-sided, I did approach the TL of Masters, Clint, who will come up in this discussion, um, and asked him to either 
be involved or comment or um, answer some questions that I sent through to him, um, but he declined to do that. He has since uh, Dad, put out a statement did on. Did you get a film crew around to his house? I did. <laughs> I, did I did not. Did no, no. Look, and I, I want to make it really clear that I, I tried to approach this in as uh, diplomatic fashion as I could. I didn't want this to be a one-sided discussion. Unfortunately, um, uh, Clint did not want to make comment on this issue at the time. He has since put out a statement, and I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, but at the time we are recording this. Yeah, it was my intention to have him put in his two cents too. Didn't work out that way. So now I am going to pass it over to Joel. You can take us to the days leading up to Masters. So, um, Hellstrider Bennett's. Just uh, cracking open another beer because I might need it for this one. <laughs> Before I start, just to reiterate what Dave was saying, uh, I don't want... This isn't directed at Clint. Uh, Clint knows my feelings towards uh, what's happened. Uh, I've moved on since then. Uh, I've told him that I support him over so all the other shit. When you say you've moved on, when, what? So my my rant, which we've been building up to this, right? My rant uh, isn't about the decision made. It's about uh, more so who brought it up in the first place. Mm. The factors that influence the decision. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that it, it's not as, as I respect him as a TO, hundred percent. Yeah, you need to be able to make the tough calls, and you need to roll with the punches. Punches can go my way. Uh, so be it. You know that that that's the end of that. But um, health try to balance. Right. So for those at home listening, uh, Sanesh have a unit called health Striders and they have a a banner called the Enrapturing Banner. Now, uh, this is how it's worded. Uh, <laughs> so, um, subtract one from the hit rolls of enemy models within six inches of a unit that control uh, that contains any enrapturing banners. Hmm. Raw, that stacks. There is no questions about it. Hmm. Uh, if you want to compare that to other things such as Gabriel Shawhart's command ability, for example, it says a unit gets uh, within X range uh, as three mm -hmm. charge rolls, right? Uh, my issue with the entire thing wasn't the ruling. Uh, a, a, a big part of the issue is the timing of the ruling. So uh, I'm not going to say I got unfairly treated because that, that's just a load of wank. But four days out from the tournament after this submission, uh, I was told that my health strider banners weren't going to be able to stack. Not just after list submission, but after publication yes. of lists. Correct. Yeah. So once everybody got to see them. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to go into too much depth about private discussion, but the gist of it was, uh, was comparing it to uh, Blessings of the Forest, which is a, a dryad ability on their war scroll. Uh and this was uh, whoever whoever fucking complained about my army. This was their uh, main reason for getting me nerfed. But you're not upset. No, I am. I am upset. Not at the to. No, I'm okay. upset at the fucking witch people, which we'll get into witch later. Uh, who fucking complained about my army, right? Because I I uh, took an out of the box army to masters, 
and I went in there a week prior expecting to fucking hit, right? I was like fucking, I was so pumped and all the guys that measured uh, and who were on the group chat can vouch for me for this saying I was, I was fucking on a roll. Absolutely. It was annoying. And yeah, I was 10 and 0, beat every cunt here. Um, Not the fucking third turn, bro. All right. I beat that. Anyway, so Hellstrider banners, as we were just saying, strike one for hit rolls for any models within six inches of a a unit mm-hmm. that contains any enrapturing banners. Mm. Right? Blessings of the forest, which is on the Dryad War Scroll. So, key point: Dryad War Scroll. Subtract one from the hit rolls made against this unit if it is within three inches of a Sylvanic Wild unit. Right? The people who have complained. Uh, are clearly Sylvaneth players. Which people? They're Sylvaneth players. Okay. Uh, and and uh, I don't know, we'll throw Sydney people into there as well. Some Sydney people, right? <laughs> That's fair. Traditionally, uh, Sylvaneth players don't uh, play this rule, Blessings of the Forest, as stackable. Mm-hmm. There is uh, a very... There is a chance to fucking argue that they do, but... Uh, the way that I look at it is Blessings of the Forest is on the Dried War Scroll. If it was on the Wildwood roll, uh, War Scroll, mm. it would stack. No questions if it was worded exactly the same. Yep. Hellstrider banners, right? it's a unit with any, yep. with any banners. Yes. So it doesn't matter how many banners in that one unit, you're only getting neg one to hit. Yeah, so that's it's not that you're getting neg one for every banner in that unit. Your the simple fact that that unit has a banner means it's causing neg one. Yeah. That unit. That unit. Correct. And it's affecting a model. Yes. Not Which a that, unit. The, the whole the, the model thing doesn't really come into this, but yes. So it's only model. It's not as bad as what people think it is when they first read the war scroll. Yeah. Yeah. So when you compare the two, Hellstriders are multiple units with the same debuff. Yep. Comparing that to uh, spamming uh, command ability, it's the same unit. Yep. Okay? It, it's a stacking. The dryads, that is one unit. Uh, they're, they're, it's on their war scroll, which means that, in my opinion, a wildwood is fulfilling that requirement of the debuff of the neck one to hit. Yep. That's the main difference. They might be worded similar, but they're completely different because of the uh, the application of that debuff or mm-hmm. debuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, moving on from that. Now that we've cleared that shit up, that that's my opinion of why uh, why they should stack. Uh, four days out from the tournament, uh, after the submission, after publication, I was told that Hellstrider banners weren't going to stack. Yep. I I came into uh, Masters. I was going into Masters. Uh, on a high, I was like, I can fucking win this. I've got the list. I know how to play it. Rah, 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 rah. And wasn't the case. After I got nerfed uh, from house rules, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. No, and, and the idea was that this ruling would also carry over to CanCon. Yeah, yeah. Which didn't affect me so much because I'm planning on taking Beast anyway. Hmm. I don't, I don't blame Clint or Dennis at all. Um, poor Dennis, as I said earlier, he copped the full brunt of my fucking rant. 
which I'm not going to go into now, but uh, I, I blame the people who had to sook about my army. Mm-hmm. I, I do apologize and I do feel sorry for myself because I didn't check this up with the TOs prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, however, check out the uh, triple pile-in and got that confirmed. Yeah. I just assumed, and when you assume something, you make an ass out of you and me, mm-hmm. right? That everyone was just on the same wavelength uh, with health strides, and it was pretty fucking clear. Yeah. Uh, it's only the uh, certain Sylvanath players, and yeah, they just wanted to complain about shit. Which is fair enough, because it was now the box army. Yeah, the impact that that ruling had on your particular games. At Masters, you've got uh, the one against, as you said, uh, uh, Stormcast against uh, Dave Kerr. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't, you couldn't lock down the ballistas. Correct. Um, Which adds before you go into this any further, Dave Kerr beat me. Yes. I didn't feel uh, cheated by the house rules of the player pack mm-hmm. in that game. He just beat me. Yeah. Uh, Chris Tot, on the other hand, ought to kick his ass if I had Hal Strider back. Because yes. um, without going into okay. too much detail, um, huh? I can play devil's advocate for a second. There are some people, hypothetically speaking, and some people, some people, which people are they? Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> there are some people who would say, "Look, you know, a ruling went against you. Mm. Take it on the chin. Quit being a salty bitch." And you know uh, what? I'm not finished talking. Quit being a salty bitch and acknowledge your losses and maybe spare a few words of praise for your club mate who did go forward and won a Masters. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, some people might say that. You know what? Uh, people approached me about the whole house strider thing over the weekend. I said I didn't want to get involved with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I copped it on the chin, as far as I could tell, and I said I don't want to talk about it. Because it'll no, fucking said, piss me off, especially on the Saturday. Yeah. You said, I don't want to talk about it. No, I said, uh, <laughs> Dennis and uh, both De- uh, Clinton and Dennis came up to me over the Saturday and they mentioned something about it. I think I was tell- talking about this before, I mm. can't remember. But, you know, like, oh, so fucking, you know, oh, these hell strides, what they do? I said, don't you fucking, don't, yeah. don't, just yeah. don't. Just don't. You bark up the wrong fucking tree, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look back at it now. Yeah, it, you know, I wasn't salty to my opponents about it, but it would have made a huge difference in all my games, really. Because mm-hmm. uh, essentially I was going into Masters uh, with an army which I didn't prepare for. Uh, and th- this is where I get pissed off, uh, is going into Masters, I had 10 games on my belt, mm. right, locally, won them all, going in with a fucking head full of confidence uh, into Masters. For my, my first fucking year of tournament play as well, right? And I'm like, beauty, let's do this. Four days out, that'll get shit-kinked. Mm. If you could have changed your list, would you have? I wouldn't, yes. Uh, so I would have dropped at least one unit of Hellstriders that had been small in the spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so to get the stacking Geminids. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I would have... Would have reworked it to be something that I'm familiar with, yep. uh, which would actually work better than having what I had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking as someone who's played the stacking Hellstriders numerous times, they are cunts. They are. Yeah. And I'll be the first person to raise my hand and say that they need a nerf. Yeah. But rules is written. Mm. Mm. You can't fucking argue with this. 
it's clearly worded that they do stack. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that is my rant. It wasn't as bad as probably what people who have listened through the whole episode were expecting. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's the gist of it. If you don't agree with me, I'd love to have a debate on Twitter especially. Just so everyone can see it. No, the Twitter gets deleted. I'd, I'd actually much rather have a, a proper podcast debate. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you just want to jump on the next episode of Bush Radio, I'd love to talk to you about how house glider banners do actually stay. And you know what, that, that segues us into the next segment. So our next segment is, as you may have guessed from that song, recorded by the late great OGB, I Like It Raw, where we attempt to make a positive contribution to the AOS community by discussing rules of Britain in our city. Um, now, my personal pick for our first segment was Sylvan F1. Without being too controversial, the current rules we use for them are dog shit. Okay, so if you're not familiar with the house rules we use in our tournament team for Silvernet Wildwood, as it stands, you put the base down and you cannot move a model into the holes where the trees go. No, because there's supposed to be a tree there. Right. But how that works in practice is Silvernet Wildwoods are used by Silvernet players mm. to deny access to objectives to large models. Hey, I think what we're uh, dancing around here is a game where Liam and Gemma. Uh, Liam or Chris? Yes, Liam. Liam. Liam and Chris. And shout out uh, to Liam. Yeah, shout out to Liam. Fair play, playing to the pack, playing to the house rule. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't take the win away from him. I do feel sorry for Gemma though, because as soon as Liam would have put those woods down, she would have just. Yeah. So basically, if you're not familiar with it, you can't move into a hole, so you can't get a big monster base. Where he positioned the, the holes in his woods was like inside three, but so her Gemma's um, ground clean ones couldn't get within three, so the objective would take it. Right. So now, the actual rules are as written for Silvernet Wildwoods. You plonk the trees in the hole and you move climb up the side of them somehow. Which is dumb as fuck. Like, which no is dumb one, as fuck. No one wants to be climbing over other people's models. Because mm. the woods, even though they're drained still yeah so is that in order to pass over the tree you actually have to count up and out up up and out and up, out back in and up fucking over every branch of the giant yeah it's so the, yeah, it's fucked. the way it's we fucked. play silver as wildwood sprung up because doing it that way was fucked yeah and the trees themselves are a pain in the ass because they're all over on the table they snag on models yeah whatever but as it's as the rules evolved, it's become a sort of basically a way to put inaccessible terrain into a game that does not have any inaccessible terrain. Yeah, yeah, that's the simplest way to say it. In um in the bush bash player pack, we ruled that you just take the trees out and you can move straight over the holes. Okay. Uh, yep. In my opinion, the silver wild woods, or just the woods, the Citadel woods, <coughs> is just a representation of what a forest would be. Yeah. Or like a little clump of trees kind of thing. Yeah. 
playing to the letter of what's actually on the model for a scenery piece of that nature is pretty fucking dumb in my opinion. Yeah, I still wouldn't have wild water not tree tree. No, no, it, it's not. It's bit dryads apparently meant to blend into that. Right. Yeah, which, you know, when you have the models there, they don't. No. So, like, talking from uh, aesthetic and fluffy perspective, that's not the case at all. Would it would it be enough to be able to say that uh, woods can't be placed within X amount of inches of an objective? That would be fucking sweet. Well, they've already. Got I that would to... fuck silver net players. Yeah, they've already got that for terrain. Yeah. So they can't really place them within an inch of terrain. So, if terrain was sitting where an objective well, was going to land, it, it can't be done. Correct. Um, as I said, there are basically three ways to approach the problem. Actually, there's four ways. Number four is ban silver net. <laughs> right, so the first pro- way to approach the problem is you use the Ida Nath Deep Kin rule for the silver net wildwoods. Mm. So that way you get to keep your fucking tree holes, not letting people move through them, but you can't put them within six inches of objective. Yep. And that's going to be a major pain in the ass to silver net players because they like to put them anywhere. Mm. Second way is the massive, massive gaming approach. And that we just say, fuck the holes, you can move through the whole thing. That's exactly <laughs> what we do. Yeah, that's, <laughs> fuck the holes. Fuck the holes. I think that's, uh, I've, I've seen that on a t-shirt. Hmm. Hmm. Which is not going to be really impressive to silver net players because they like hiding behind their bloody tree holes. And the third <laughs> can you stop saying holes? <laughs> I'm never going to stop saying holes. Not ever. And the third approach is just to go back to the rule as written, put the fucking trees in the holes and climb up on top of them. Which no one wants to do. Which no one wants to do. Yeah. So basically, uh, it's either rule it as you can't move over the holes, <laughs> yep. uh, which greatly benefits Silverneth players mm-hmm. uh, and greatly disadvantages everyone else. Well, everyone else got to go around, or if it's over an objective, just can't get within Kuiya. Yeah. If you're on a big base, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or uh, the alternative is to make it fairer for everyone. Mm. So if Sylvanus take a slight nerf, everyone else can just... Well, you can all just fucking move over the holes. Yep. Which means that Sylvanus players can put dryads and chaos hunters in their fucking woods over the holes. Yeah. yeah. They're still going to get their buffs from it. Correct. <laughs> They'll be able to fit more models on the terrain piece. It just means that everyone else can move over those holes. Yeah. So they can't... They, they literally can't the grow their right. forest around the... Book or the dead guy. The thing to remember about this one is... <laughs> You've been listening to Painty I have. I've listened to all of the Painty Man. <laughs> Very good. It's the thing great. to remember about this is it's purely a house rule. It is. Yeah. There's no official interpretation on GW fucking holes or whatever. Mm. Mm. So it's just the way we play it here and it needs to change. <laughs> That's right. Our way or the highway. No, I mean, look, you can have your holes... So you've got three solutions. You can have all the holes you can fill. <laughs> you can but, dig a hole and watch it fill it with water. Yeah, but you just can't put it near an objective. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Or you can just walk over the fucking thing. If you can't put it on an objective, then at least things on bigger models can walk around. Yeah, yeah. same rules as it, it promotes But putting game, a six-inch bubble around every objective where you can't deploy a wild one is going to be very bad news for silver now. Correct. Especially where you've got six objectives on a table. Exactly. Mm. Plus, uh, you know, eight, nine, ten pieces. So the of best terrain. solution is just to play 
walk through them. But yeah, if you win a game because you can't get a bloody model on an objective, it's just horseshit. It's a game without inaccessible terrain. Mm. All my stuff flies. <laughs> I, don't, I give a fuck about your woods. <laughs> you you care about those holes, mate. Yeah. Like yeah. it. I like it too. I like it raw. Uh, we don't want to touch on the carnival thing, do we? Um, that was handled by Hagen Walker. No. Well, there was a whole thing. Do carnivores get exploding attacks or not? I think it was not Hagen Walker. It was um, Sydney fella. Uh, no, Brewer. Oh. Dan Brewer, who basically said, unless the War Scroll specifically says that the extra attacks from a carnosaur can themselves generate extra attacks, there's nothing to overrule. Yeah. And that whole fucking rule dispute disappeared in a puff of smoke since he said that. He needs to be on a fucking committee of some description to do rules interpretations for events in Australia. He fucking is switched on. Mm. Shout out to Dan Brewer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole thing about carnosaurs, and then it just wasn't. And then it just disappeared. Wasn't. Yep. Yeah. He um he fucking extinguished that fire real quick. The voice of reason. He is. I really do like the idea though of um, you know, it not being up to just one person to a take the brunt of the decision, um, and have to have to carry that. I think the idea of a committee. I know that there is a. A council yeah, of sorts, but but um, if there was a mechanism where you've got a majority ruling of a number of representatives across the country to make a decision, then at least everyone can go. Well, fuck it, the majority ruled it. Not one person ruled it, and it's going to be relevant for these couple mm. of events. But everyone else is going to do their own house rules anyway. Yeah, um, I, it would be nice to see. I think just some consistency. Feel sorry for Clint. Yeah, me too. I I, I think Cold. he's well. He's put himself in a difficult position. Yeah. That's my beef with the Age of Sigma community as a whole. Everything gets back channeled. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if and it, everything gets back channeled to Clint, and Clint has to be the guy that comes out and says whatever, and we say go fuck yourself. Yeah, he's he's the one who's you know on. But if you have a hook for this, yeah. Just come out and say it. Yeah. I don't channel Clint say, I don't think these health tribal banners should stack. It takes away that whole fucking suspicion of bloody hidden influence and all the rest of it. And collusion and other things, which... Put your name yeah. behind what you want done. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Sam Morgan. I don't agree with many of the changes he's advocated for Marshall. And go fuck yourself, Sam. <laughs> Lovely fella. <laughs> yeah, lovely fella. He knows what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with many of the changes he's advocated for Masters, but he has advocated them all publicly. Mm. Yep. He is a man with a plan, and we need more of those people uh, in the community, in but my opinion. Who the fuck knows which people well, which people were complaining about the one coach tournament? You know, we will never know. Uh, those those people, the which people, make yourselves public next year. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking... None of this cloak and dagger bullshit. That's not how we roll in Bendigo. It's not fair to Clint. I mean, which no, people? No, it's that? not. It's, it's not. not. It's totally unfair to Clint because you guys don't want your name publicised no. for having a sook about some cunt's fucking list. Yeah, you're putting him in a position where he doesn't need to be. No, and he shouldn't be. No, and he shouldn't Take have to be. Responsibility. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
So which people wanted masters bumped up to forty? I know Sam did. Yeah, um, master uh, qualifiers. Look, I'm not I'm not on the uh, WhatsApp group for Australia, but it was basically them coming to a decision. Yeah. I'll put it forward in the in the masters committee chat, and that's what was ruled. Yeah, but whose idea is it? No idea. No idea. Collective, collective. That's the problem. We don't need an Illuminati of Age no. of Sigma. No, no. We've got Klimt. We've got his mates. That's all we fucking need. We know who those people are. They're not the Illuminati. No. I put my name behind every dumb fucking thing I do or say. Yep. Yep. That's, Except that's, for all my back channeling and stuff. Yeah. That's, what's, <laughs> that's what's great about podcasting is yeah. you are fucking saying what you think, you know? Yeah, there's no going back and deleting a section of this podcast and re it. <laughs> I'm going to do that before I upload it. Yeah, see? That's why we had you. Yeah, once yeah. it's out there, it's out there until you delete it. Yeah. That's right. That's why we had you on board. Anyway. The internet does not forget, fellas. Right, let's kick it over. Sports scores. Let's discuss this. Um, actually, it's been brought to my attention since according my earlier rant about young Hayden that he may, in fact, have not given me a two out of four. In which case... Allegedly giving him a two out of four. Portions of my rant rescinded. Sure. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate your honesty. Sports scores. Sports scores. Can I just come out and say that I personally don't think these have a place at all. I don't like them. Whoa, hey. And Fuck up, bro. No. How, I, so, just a bit of background in case people haven't listened to the first episode. Yeah. How long have you been in the... For less than a year, and I can see that How this stuff... How many events have you been to? Three. Right, and you don't believe sports scores should be in no. the system? No, not at all. It's a bit cool. No, I can I can see that because uh, they're inconsistent. Subjective for a reason, isn't it? They are subjective. Uh, and while the intention is to promote a good playing experience... The abuse of them creates just the opposite, and it should have no bearing whatsoever on the score that you get at the end of a competitive tournament. Code of conduct can determine what is acceptable and unacceptable behaviour. We all know what cheating is. You don't need this, and as someone who's new to the scene, it's just that fucking obvious to me, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just I don't get it. I don't know why it's there. Pat, I didn't know we were in for a NC Dave. Dave, right? Yeah. Well, um, I think that about wraps it up. Next episode. <laughs> I'll let you guys go into it further. I just felt um, um, I tend to agree. It does keep me in check. They do work in that I am a terrible sport naturally. I try not to be, but the fact that I'm also terribly competitive. Something that you're working on. Something that I'm working on. Hmm. But they're not irrelevant to someone who is a fucking bit of a firebrand and a competitive firebrand. So it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. No, Look, um, it is what it is. I, 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 I was a firm believer of the sports score system, especially with the tick box. Um, yeah, definitely the rubric. Fucking pick a number out of the air. What the fuck? Yeah, pick, picking a number saying, oh, yeah, I'm trying to give you a three because it was an average game. How the fuck do you describe an average game? It's because I'm not giving you a handle under the table. Right, come on, mate. How, how that can have a bearing on your score at the end of a tournament is beyond me. If you're going to have something like that, I fine. It can. Do I no, no. spit on it enough? No, no. <laughs> just, you didn't look me in the eye, all right? <laughs> no, no. 
Yeah. Um, it, fair enough, if you're going to do that and the TO is going to provide each person with feedback so that Wait, they can know is... just personally, ah, oh, shit, maybe I was a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. You know? It's relevant. Maybe I maybe I should have kissed them on the lips. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe... Didn't friend him on Facebook. Maybe, maybe we could have spiced it up and, and, and brought some um, marital aids. I don't know. I'm sure there were things that could have been done to make the whole experience more pleasant for all involved. But I think it's more about self-improvement than it is about yeah, about competitive school. Speaking of someone who was a naturally terrible fucking sport. I mean, every time you mention this shit. No, I mean, fucking, I've got one person a sports point ever. Does it? Does the And a majority of tournament players just go, yep, 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 yep. Does the fear of losing points make you play differently? No. Well, then... Um, I don't know. Look, speak... I'm, I, I was a believer of the system, right? Uh, so, at uh, the Bush Bash, for example, we had a sports check subjective score, fucking whatever you want to call it. Mm. Uh, I thought those questions were very fine-tuned. Uh, yep. More so than what we experienced at, like, Masters. But that that's just, you know... I like to think that I give my best game to everyone who I play against. I've said this before on the podcast. Keep on thinking, man. <laughs> no, I, I play off other people's emotions. So, yeah, yep. yeah. If I play against Pat, I'm going to be a salty cunt against him. Yep. But we're going to have a good True. game because that's what he likes. Yeah. I, I am. Uh, if someone wants to be loud and fucking hang on a dice roll, I'm going to hang on that dice roll and roll with it. Yeah. Uh, I um, <clears throat> I got marked down in sports by two. Uh, so I'm 23 out of 25 in total. It did cost me uh, four spots mm-hmm. uh, on the on the overall rankings, which I was a bit let down with. Uh, it's not nothing. Uh, I, I was let down with it because after the whole house uh, Strider banner situation, uh, I went in there. I wanted to do better than where I finished on the rankings in the camp because we're both eight. It is important to do better than where you finished on the rankings. Yeah. You? And uh, at the end, uh, when I found out that I got docked two sports, I was fucking shocked. I'll be honest. I didn't know that that was going to happen at all. Yeah. I've never been marked down in sports before. I'm not the best opponent to play against most times, but I'm definitely not the worst. Yeah. You know, I had tokens. I rocked up on time. I explained my rules before you even asked about them. Yeah. I don't uh, rubber tape measure. Fucking what? It, what was the other question? Um, Would you play them again? Yeah. Did you enjoy the game? Did you enjoy the game? Would you play him again? Look, now, to that? me, there you go. There's two questions yeah. that, that cannot possibly contribute to a person's score. Because there's so many reasons why you would answer yes or no to either of those, Did both good and bad reasons. Fuck yes, I won. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you enjoy the game? No, I lost. Yeah. yeah. Would, would I play them again? No. Because... Well, do I, I have any fucking choice? Do I, I organise a draw? Yeah. Look, you got you got kill points, and so this is this is Clint. I apologise, a little bit of a dig at the pack, um, but you got kill points as the secondary, yep. and you've also got sports, which says, do you enjoy the game? Would you play that person again? If you table your opponent, they're gonna say, oh no, I don't, I didn't enjoy that game because I got tabled. Yeah. Right? Uh, and no, I probably wouldn't want to play against this person because there's a high chance they're going to fucking wreck me on the table again. Yeah, so what? That pulls points off the so, person yeah, who won. gives you three out of five. That, which makes no sense. No, and then your tiebreaker is null and void because it's actually making the, the sports score as the secondary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. 
Yeah. When you when you look at it from that point of view. No. Um, um the yeah, fucking kill points for the tertiary, really. Yeah. And, and as as I was saying, Clint, I might be a bit of a dig at the pack, um, but man, I'm just happy playing Sigma as a weekend. You know, on a on a weekend, mm. I'm rolling dice. I'm well, having fun regardless. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Let's wrap it up there, guys. Um, we'll do a, a quick whip around of upcoming events. Mm. Um, so, what about my hub in progress? <laughs> you said this last time. All right, yeah. What have you been um, working on? What have you I done? painted my first Tesla Ogre model today. All right, and yeah. what games did you play? I went to Masters the other week. I haven't played Fantastic. Games. What, what colour did you paint the Ogre? Ogre colours? <laughs> ogre colours? Yeah. Uh, green pants, a bit of Kislev flesh. Yeah. And like a watered down bit of Brighton flesh to pick out the details. So just to translate that from the people at home, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, fucking. Yeah, green green pants and skin colour. Ordered up some Rathmongers for CanCon. It's news to corn people. Yeah. Right. Uh, so just a shout out to everyone. Uh, make sure you read the Rathmonger War Scroll. Oh yeah. And make sure you read the Gave Spawn uh, command. Fucking uh, not the. The, the fucking uh, whatever you call it the herd uh, from the beast of chaos uh, I'm going to submit my lists on time this year uh, but I'm going to post it publicly so if anyone wants to fucking scrutinise it make sure you let me know and I can sort you out when he says sort you out yeah, he oh. does, it doesn't mean he'll, he'll boff you. He it means sound so. like you'll yeah. shit out of No, me. no, no. I thought it meant you like, you know. Yeah, just let me know. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. yeah, no, no. <laughs> I fucking sort you. I'll Sorry, that, that's the Bendigo Bogan coming yeah. out. I'll sort oh, you I out. I will lay you down in front of the fire and I, sort you out. <laughs> no, what I meant by that is not either of those people. <laughs> it's it's I'm going to explain to you how the army works. So then I don't get a nerf four days out. Going to explain to you how you're board. not right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to tell people that they're wrong, yep. but I'm more than happy to listen to people when they're right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I am. Thing is, Pat, when it's me and you arguing, you're never right. I'm always right. Yeah. Uh, listeners from the last episode will know that Pat and I, we have a bit of a rivalry. Yeah. I was right about finishing better than you and Mark. Yeah. I'm the club champion. I've beaten the last game we played. So, yeah, the last two games of any game saying. where you can fucking write the rules yourself and take four times the So we've got some uh, <laughs> old women. We've got some, <laughs> we've got some upcoming events. Sorry, number ten. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm uh, not so a number. I'm a man. <laughs> upcoming events day. Yeah. There's... Uh, so we've got SmorgenCon first. Yes, at Smorgies. Yes. Um, I got a ticket. You got a ticket to Smorgies. I, got, I yep. also have a, myself a golden ticket. You got a golden ticket, a so golden this is shower. this is the Sunday. <laughs> Will it be raining that day? Oh, too fucking late. Yeah, it's make Sunday. it rain. Um, it's sold out. Looking good. Yeah, sold out. Yep. out players. I there believe. you go. Uh, it's three rounds, one day. Um, not to harp on about the Sunday. Are you thing. bringing your actual CanCon list to test, or just a joke list of four people? Uh, I'll be probably bringing my uh, masters list if I don't get my um, beast painted. I'll be progress. Yeah. I've got like over 100 miles to pack between the uh, now and the 15th, I think it is, of uh, January. I would have really liked to have gone to this. Um, Sunday made it impossible for me. Um, you know. COVID witness. No, they're Saturday, don't they? No, it's when he records the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, yeah would, would have liked to have gone to that. If it was on a Saturday, count me in. Um, but oh, yeah. um, 
but that's neither here nor there. You sold out. You sold out. Um, you sold out all the spots. And no, well done, well done. Um, good for you. No, I, I look like to see any event that's getting people showing up is good news as far as I'm concerned. Just a quick point. Uh, I've already apologised to Lockie on Twitter, but I just want to say, mate, next time you win a game, so Batscon, hopefully. We'll take you out to pubs. And yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was it was a fucking poor. I had to point. work. Yeah. Yeah, we'll you, do that. You, you were like two fucking jugs down. You went to work. No, <laughs> look, what we'll do is we'll actually we we will plan ahead and we'll have somewhere else to go to continue mm. um, after last game to yeah, to go out and like, do stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we got that. We got CanCon. Uh, we've got SAGT. Coming up. We've also got coming up Border War in Albury. Yep. Uh, we've got Lord of War in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah so another dollars. Yep. Yeah. With, uh, oh, they go for the Nick Cage. They go for the Nick Cage, in, which I'm a huge fan of. That's Vampire's Kiss would be a good narrative event. Yeah, that's true. Plus, you know, he overacts the fuck out of that. So that's oh, a fun one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy who gives it his all every movie. He does. I sat the other day and just watched Nicolas Cage overreacting compilation videos on YouTube for an hour just because I needed some joy in my life. <laughs> what was that movie thing you were telling me about the other day where he fucking, his missus gets stolen by some devil dude? And he goes Mandy. Mandy. Oh, yeah, apparently that's really good. It's fucking, yeah. Can't yeah, be as good as The Wicked Man. <laughs> Not the bees! <laughs> not the bees! What was that? Uh, not get kick ass. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah, kick ass. Yeah, yeah, kick ass was yeah, great. That was a good movie. Yeah, anyway, he didn't have a leading role. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no, he did a very good Adam West. Yeah. In the kick point ass. is, he always gives it 110 fucking percent. Yeah. No matter what he's doing. Good on him. I got, I got a soft spot for the cage. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. Um, <laughs> and he appears not to give a fuck about what movies he's in. No. And why would you? Uh, and the last one I got on my list here is BadgerCon, which is Bendigo event coming up. Fucking BadgerCon. BadgerCon, what's it, June? June uh, 10th and 11th, I think, from the top of your head. Uh, Queen's birthday weekend. Queen's birthday Saturday weekend. Saturday and Sunday. Get yourselves to Bendigo. Get a fucking ticket. It's only 30 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come to Bendigo. You yeah. spend less than 30 bucks on accommodation. It is a... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's a bargain. That, less than 30 bucks accommodation. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we need to do a fresh intake since we are now low on human stock. <laughs> um, no, it should be a great fucking weekend. Um, you know, we're at a fully licensed venue to start this mm. like, in Benjo. So we're all going to be on the piss anyway. Yep. Uh, it's only 30 bucks for a ticket. That's the cheapest fucking ticket you'll ever pay for for a two-day event. Yeah. Yeah. Normally they're minimum 50. And then it, it's yeah, a, it's saving a, that twenty bucks will make you seven hundred dollars. That, that'll that'll buy you fucking two <laughs> jugs at the venue. There you right? go. Yeah, get some jugs. <laughs> get some jugs. And then then you've got uh, it's it's a mini convention, so it's it's Benigo's biggest fucking event for tabletop for the year. Wrap it up for us. Uh, uh, so next episode, what are we going to talk about? Uh, it depends when it's going to be. Uh, it's before CanCon. If it's going to be before CanCon. We'll um, we'll be talking about CanCon. I want to thank uh, I want to thank my, <laughs> my my special guest Pat 
Thank you again, Pat. Always a pleasure, Dave. Wonderful to have you here. My co-host, Joel, thank you once again uh, for joining me on this journey. For losing my shit, mate. For losing your shit. That was awesome. Um, And to our listeners, find us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Oh, my new Twitter is Gluita5. Gluita5. It's still at hashtag shitlist. Yeah, yeah, I fucked up the name change. I can't can't put my own name on my Twitter account. Go to our Facebook page and we will list... All of our Reader's social media. Bag. Reader's mailbag. I love the paper. I've heard, if, if you have a question, just... Yeah. Absolutely. I've, I've put this on the Facebook page already, but if you do have a question, a comment, something you'd like us to talk about, just any feedback you've got on the show, what you like, what you don't like, uh, any, any of that sort of stuff. If, you, if you're a part of the club that would like to judge us, yeah. let us know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because we don't back out from judges. No. <laughs> no, there, we, we don't have a reverse gear. No, no. Just sort of always, always moving forward. Yeah. So do us a favour, get in touch. Um, we'd love to hear from anybody who is listening. And uh, until next time, I've been NC Dave. That's been Joel. That's been Pat. You've been the audience. Thank you, NC. Tightly strung. Suburban conformity. Yeah. Underneath there's just a fucking tiger. Yeah, that's it. Staring at the bars of its cage. With a a multiple pierce scrotum. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Just for the record, we didn't ask you about your scrotum. You mentioned it first. (laughs) Well, just if we ever go through an airport, you're going to wonder why it's beeping a lot. Not now, I'm not. (laughs) Thanks for clearing it up. You are. Well, I, I feel. I feel, more, I feel more connected to you. Now. Well, this is part of the adventure. Yeah. 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 This is where you learn about people. <laughs> well, are we talking scrotum or? No, my body is a wonderland. That's all I'm saying. Are we talking twig <laughs> or fruit? <laughs> well, it's 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 kind of the bridge. Right. So you're a Prince Albert man, or? <laughs> I can get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, get me another beer, will you? <laughs> <laughs> I need another drink. <laughs> this conversation's going off. Sorry, the that's 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 gone way downhill, <laughs> and I don't have an excuse because I'm not drinking anywhere near as much as the two of you. You're so. just tough facts. You yeah. just fucking yeah. land on. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, yeah, just dropping some learning on you. Obviously, you went to all the trouble of getting your junk pierced. It's not like you don't want anyone to ever know about. It. No, that's <laughs> true. That's <laughs> true. All right. It's like, I, it's like getting hit in the face res- with a studded glove. I can yeah. respect the fact. I can respect that fact. I'll burn your house down. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> um, Jerry can of petrol and a handful of fucking nails. Nail the door shut. Set fire to the cunt and watch your family fucking dance in the windows. <laughs> That's how we have judged objectively and dispassionately. <laughs> but no, we can try your debate, mate. Right? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> so, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. <laughs>